Somebody has to punish the corrupt. It's harmless phosphorescence. everyone, this is Throw Smiley, and I'm here with my meth-addicted urban free-flow gang. Tell me who you are, guys. <laughs> my name is not LBJ, it's Josh Cece. I'm Brian Lesh, and my looks have absolutely nothing to do with this. Are you there, War? It's me, Alaric Weber. <laughs> and this is uh, Harmless Phosphorescence. It's the podcast where we watch every theatrically released full-length live-action superhero movie ever made. We gather some research into the production and the source material, then we tell you all about it. This show is brought to you by our patrons. Patrons like executive producers Michael Beckwith and Atticus Burkett. You can be a patron too. Just head over to patreon.com slash harmless entertainment. We've got tons of bonus content there, including a Star Wars miniseries, holiday shows, a personal history of sound, which is about uh, music. Um, we do a weekly show where we count down the top four songs in the nation. <laughs> we swear they are. Um, <laughs> but this week, however, we are going to be watching on Harmless Phosphorescence, The Punisher Warzone. This isn't like any procedure that we've ever done before. Well, that's why I'm here, Doc. Your facial muscles, tendons, bone structure, everything. It was destroyed. Evil has many faces. You look fantastic, brother. Yes. Darkness has many allies. This deal is going down tonight. Raise your army! But there is only one who punishes them all. This is just the beginning. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Let's play a game. Go be with you, Frank. Sometimes I'd like to get my hands on God. You're fighting a war. The Punisher War Zone, um, released December fifth, two thousand eight, with a running time of one hundred and three minutes. Budget of thirty five million. It took in ten point one million. Woo! It was a Christmas punishing. It was all this. It was all this December, and then it was that line of like, sometimes I wish I could kill God or whatever. <laughs> His ass. That's so Christmassy. He wants to fight God. Yeah, that's it. He wants to fight God, not destroy Catch God. Catch me just, outside, God. He just wants to fight him. Catch <laughs> me outside. Oh God, yeah. Um, so it was, yeah, it was Marvel, Marvel Knights. Um, yeah, what's with the Marvel Knights? Uh, they were production. Tr- they were trying to have R-rated, like a separate <clears throat> R-rated label. Ooh, after dark. And this was Avi Arad, so this is Marvel. It's full had Marvel, the, yeah. Had the logo, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. it's full Marvel. It was just, yeah, they were trying to have the the late night gets a little bit of blue Marvel. <laughs> well, our, 
I remember. Are you guys? Go ahead, Al. Are you guys familiar with the Marvel Knights imprint of Marvel Comics? Yes. I'm not. Moon Knight. Okay, so. On like Blade um, and Ghost Rider, right? Uh, not explicitly. Um, there, there were a lot. So uh, around 1998, um, when Marvel was filing for bankruptcy, they um, uh, outsourced to, I think it was Event Comics. Um, it was um, Punisher, Daredevil, um, and a couple others off the top of my head. I, um, the, there were like uh, lower profile um, characters that they they shopped out to um, this other company and they started calling that Marvel Knights. And then other, um, this company started doing other characters, uh, Fantastic Four, Spider-Man um, under Marvel Knights that were sort of a re-envisioning. They weren't focused so much on continuity of the universe versus like standalone stories and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And um i don't know if they're still going right now but it was so it was a um a sub branch of marvel comics and then they for the movies um it was this one and ghost rider spirit of vengeance were the only two movies that ended up being marvel knights productions huh uh, interesting i wonder i mean yeah i mean apparently they just once the mcu really started rolling i guess they figured it wasn't going to be <clears throat> something they wanted to do. Yeah. And w what they said about uh, Marvel Knights as a, a production uh, company was that um, it was uh, oh, good. Um, intended to produce some of Marvel's darker and lesser known titles. So, yeah. Okay. Like Fantastic Four and Spider-Man. Nothing's darker than the Fantastic Four, too. <laughs> well, that, that was... Yeah, the the dark aspect that was the production company for the movies. Um, the the Marvel Knights as a comics um, venture, they uh, took on like all the characters eventually, most of. <laughs> well, anyway. I remember the show Marvel Days and Marvel Nights about a young <laughs> businesswoman <laughs> trying to have it all. <laughs> the days and nights of Marvel Dodd. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, um, all right. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So uh, this movie, like I said, it was released um, on uh, December 5th, 2008. And I think it's time, guys, we play the box office top 10 game. Woo. Here it is. This is the game where I will uh, count down the top 10 movies of the week of December 5th, 2008. Um, I will describe them using... Only the box office mojo descriptions, which is actually a lie because I change them often just in order not to give away what the movie is. Um, but the boys are going to try to guess what movie I'm describing. Plus, they're going to try to guess where this opened. Um, Brian, why don't you guess first? This made $10 million and cost $100 million to make? <laughs> uh, basic, well, $35 million to make. But uh -huh. but still, it made, it made, yeah, it did not even come close to making back its money. Let's say number four. Brian goes with four. Uh, Josh, what you saying? <laughs> what you talk about, Josh? <laughs> well, I guess it all started with, um, let's see, four. That's respectable, but I'll go higher. Seven. Josh goes seven. Al, where are you coming in on this? Um, six. Al goes six. So we got seven, six, and four. 
All right, here we go, guys. This is the Box Office Top 10, coming in at number 10 for the week of December 5th, 2008. Wild Behavior forces a pair of energy drink reps to enroll in a Big Brother program. Uh-huh. Role models? Yes, indeed. There was a Wilson in that, wasn't there? No. No? It was uh, Sean William Scott. Uh, what's his name? from? Whatever his name is. Yeah. Um, and Paul Rudd. Oh, it's okay. pretty funny. David Wayne directed it, wrote it from the state, and all the other movies he's made. Wet, wet Hunt, American Silver. Okay. Role models, yeah. Good done. You get a uh, Sean William point for that, Josh. Thank you. <laughs> You're Thank welcome. You. I'm trying they to think of his learn. name, and I just keep thinking Lund- Lundberg. <laughs> That's not <laughs> his name from American No, it was, okay. um, it was, um, oh, what was the name? Schlegel. <laughs> Spineberger. I don't know. I know what you mean, though. He had a one-name name. He did. Uh, coming in at number nine, opening this week. Chronicling the rise of Chess Records and its recording artists. One of those mid-20th century period piece. Uh, Stifler was his Stifler. name. <laughs> and that is also yes. the name of this movie. <laughs> Thank you, Andrew. <laughs> About chess records. Stifler, of course. Yeah, because it's a boner joke. Okay. Uh, God, this had Beyonce and Most Def and everybody in it. Yeah. Didn't it? Yeah. God, what is this called? Cadillac what Records. Boom. You got it. Okay. Yeah. I you, remember that. Um, Brian, I get a drunk Adrian Brody crashing you, into things. You do. <laughs> you do. For, to, put, to put on your desk. It's a little one. I've always wanted one of those. <laughs> Just bumping into your shit yeah. <laughs> on your desk. Uh, coming in at number eight this week, a man ruthlessly demolishes organized crime, but it starts an even bigger war. Uh, this is the wedding planner. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the wedding planner to the new batch. <laughs> Say yes to the vest. <laughs> Say yes. so this would be Punisher Warzone. This would be Punisher Warzone. Number eight. You <laughs> all overshot it. This movie beyond. Uh, I don't know why I had an extra syllable. Um, coming in at number seven, um, Frank Martin is forced to deliver Valentina, the kidnapped daughter of a Ukrainian government official from Marseille to Odessa on the Black Sea. En route, he has to contend with thugs who want to intercept Valentina's safe delivery. Is this the transporter? The transporter. It's be something transporter two. Two. Nope. The new batch. Three. <laughs> Three. First the, one. The 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 old batch is back again. <laughs> this outperformed the old batch. a Marvel Punisher fucking movie. This yeah. is a Marvel Punisher rehash. Uh-huh. Basically. Yeah, and this is the third yeah. one, and it didn't even open this week. Yeah. So it's had a fall That's off how already. Badly, this movie did. Wow. Yeah, this movie did terribly. Um, I remember when it came out, me being like, yeah, I'm not going to see that. And I did not. <laughs> I remember seeing it early, but I don't think I saw it in theaters. Um, yesterday was the first time I've seen it, so. Um, oh, yeah, same here. I had never, yeah. Uh, I kind of liked it. Oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> it was it was way more entertaining than I thought it was going to be. Same. I mean, don't get me wrong. It wasn't a good movie, but it was super entertaining. Yeah. Now now that we know the week that this came out, I, I really, I think that this came out two months too late. This should have come out in October. It's a horror movie. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, 
Yeah. Uh, number six in the box office top ten. Um, oh, boy. A uh, group of friends fly back to New York City, but they crash land where they meet a bunch of other people, and one of them discovers their royal heritage. I left a lot of really important details out of that. Wow. <laughs> Is this Mr. Deeds? No. No. Um, King Ralph. <laughs> Two. The electric new batch. Um <laughs> <laughs> no, this is animated. This is animated. Oh, uh, Moana? No, no. Come a few years too early for that. Um, the, the, the main characters are not necessarily human. <laughs> See, not necessarily is... Uh... Yeah. Are they mammals? <laughs> I mean, I'm some. trying to figure out this some, but not unexpected all. royalty thing. I doubt you saw this movie, Al. Just, I forgot the just based on its, uh, on its um, demographic. demographic. Yeah, it's unlikely. Uh, Madagascar, escape to Africa. <laughs> or the way- And they crashed in New York? They, no, no, they're flying back to New York, but on the uh, way they crash land into an African nature reserve. Oh. Um, they have to eat each other like they're a soccer team. So the the way that the way the poster set up though, it could be Madagascar two, Escape Africa. <laughs> Madagascar, <laughs> Escape to Africa, or Madagascar, Escape Africa two. <laughs> um, coming in at number five. A man descends into mystery as he tries to stop a mysterious organization from eliminating a country's most valuable resource, its children. <laughs> Not its children. <laughs> it's children I added on. That's not part of the description. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, wow. I knew How did they make that? Um, um, Blood Diamond? Uh, no. Regular diamond. <laughs> Got it from Zales. Right. Uh, those he are blood diamonds. He went to Jared. <laughs> well, Elon Musk's parents went to Jared. <laughs> we don't mine diamonds anymore. Just lithium. Right. Um, this is part of a uh, franchise. The Born... Yesterdays. You're trending in the right direction. It is part. It Pearl might be. Thing. It's it's the twenty plus something movie in this franchise. Oh my god! The Fast what? and the Furious. No, no, Vin Diesel is not in. Uh, Cannonball Run. Cannonball Run. It is a franchise. That, it's a franchise that's had uh, Sean Connery in it. Um, oh, James Bond. Yeah. Oh. Which one is this? Two thousand eight. Eight. Casino Royale. No, no, that was. I think that was like a year or two earlier. Then, um, or it must Skyfall? have been like three years earlier. This was Quantum of Solace. Oh, Quantum of Solace. One of the most intense titles. Yes, I don't yeah. even know what that means. Quantum of that Solace. A, no, what do you think that about a prepositional it? Prepositional phrase. What is that? What are they describing? <clears throat> it's the it's the smallest amount of solace that you that could possibly exist. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Wow, I am one hundred percent offering. A quantum of solace <laughs> to Ted <Dead> Cruz <laughs> on the bad press he's gotten recently. 
Oh. Uh, coming in at number four this week. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, set, bef- <clears throat> set before World War II, an English aristocrat who inherits a sprawling ranch reluctantly pacts with a stockman in order to protect her new property from a takeover plot. As the pair drive 2,000 head of cattle over unforgiving landscape, they experience the Bo- the experiencing a bombing by Japanese forces firsthand. That takes place where in, in the United I will Kingdom? Not, I will not. No, I will not tell you oh, where it took oh, place because that will one hundred percent. This is that Australian movie. And what's uh, it called? Fuck. on the Barbie. This is City Slickers Three, this is starring <laughs> Tom Cruise's previous wife, Nicole Finger. Kidman. And I think uh, I think that's Gyllenhaal and, with her. And I thought that was Finger Viggo Mortensen. Jack. Um, shit, what is this Yeah, movie I called? think you're right. It's impossible to tell. I can't see the cast. I can only see the tiny little thumbnail of the poster. I can't, I can't remember what it's called. I, it's that it's Australian movie. It's, <laughs> it's not a one. city in Australia. It's, it's not oh. a horse. Is it Fury Road? <laughs> <laughs> the title of this film is Australia. Are you <laughs> fucking kidding me? Well, yeah, you can yeah. just pack that up and get out of here. <laughs> yeah. That's that could, the best you could do. That could be about anything. I know. I would at least call it Drop Bears. It's like, yeah, starring <laughs> a can of Marmite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> call, yeah, I call it Drop Dead Hitler. Uh, <laughs> yeah, where, where Hitler shows up as your invisible. Wait, no, that was just. That was, that was just done. Yeah, that was. Never by mind. New Zealand. I thought it was being funny, but it exists. All right. Um, <laughs> coming in at number three. Uh. The canine star of a fictional show believes his powers are real. Oh, that's a cute. Oh, Bolt. Bolt. Yeah. I Did ex- we do that or are we going to do that? Um, I mean, maybe when we get to the animated shows. Oh, it's animated. It's animated. It's not a, yeah. It's not, not like it's dog. not like Underdog where the dog's animated but the rest is real. No, it's it's all animated. Oh. I, I knew that one because my sister lent me the DVD like three years ago, and I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> it's, 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 it's just sitting on my shelf. It's cute. I, I it was on a few times yep. when it when, is when yeah, my it kids is. were young. <sighs> yeah. Yep. Um. Oh my. Okay. Coming in at number two this week. Oh boy. A girl moves to a small town in the Pacific Northwest and falls in love with a mysterious classmate. Twilight. Boom! You get uh, <laughs> you get uh, five points, one for each Twilight movie. I don't know. Were there five? Four? I have no idea. I, I don't know. Stephanie Meyer probably is still writing them. Yeah. The craziest. I was hoping for some glitter. Yeah. Well, would you be a vampire or a werewolf? <laughs> I would. You know, I don't think I could choose. I think I'd be no. like the girl in the story. I'd just be torn. I'd I'd be I'd be a, a vamp wolf. Yeah, well, there should be more hybrids <laughs> instead of the regular vampires walking around. A werepire. That's <laughs> I got the got two bottom halves. <laughs> All right. Uh, and uh, can I get a Franken Yeti? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> baby. <laughs> Do you want to supersize that? <laughs> We're only 79 cents. Obviously. 
Uh, um, and coming in at number one this week, a couple struggles to visit all four of their divorced parents on Christmas. Hi, Jinx and Sue. The, the, the poster is white with red and green. And the couple's back to back going like, oh, we got to do a thing. Yeah. Uh, I think it's called Four Christmases. Yep, it sure is. Uh, Vince Vaughn and uh, who's the blonde? Is that Kate? What's her face? No, Reese Witherspoon. Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon. Wow, I didn't even know about this movie's existence, and I had a feeling that it had Vince Vaughn in the lead. James Gandolfini is in it. Yeah, 08 was a little late for uh, McConaughey. He was, I think, already being renaissanced, so it had to be Vince Vaughn. (laughs) He is a pinch hitter sometimes. He is. Um, and that is our box office top 10 for the week, which brings us to the character and comic background. Al, we did talk about Punisher a couple more times. Anything, uh, we have some new characters you want to discuss this time around? Um, I do. Uh, in fact, we have nine new comics characters. Well, what say. the? <laughs> okay. Some of them are kind of minor and they'll go really fast. <laughs> no problem. Um, <laughs> But uh, we'll start off with uh, David Linus Microchip Lieberman, <laughs> often known <laughs> simply as Micro. For the, Thankfully. For, for the size of his penis. <laughs> um, he I'm is sorry. an ally of the Punisher who assisted him by building <laughs> weapons, supplying technology, and providing friendship. And warmth on a winter night. (laughs) Snuggle up like a solo in a tauntaun. (laughs) Uh, Micro first appeared in The Punisher number four in November of 1987, created by Mark Barron and Klaus Janssen. Uh, Micro also served as The Punisher's cyber investigator and hacker, uh, laundered and managed Frank's finances, and would establish and maintain safe houses. (laughs) Maintain. You would change the sheets. This is housekeeper. Someone's got to do it. Absolutely. (sighs) All right. uh, Short blurb on this guy, Agent Paul Budiansky. Wait, Budiansky? Is that a nickname or is that his real name? That was his real name. You just watched this movie, dude. (laughs) I'm just saying, like, he had gams. His friends called him Paul Booty for short. (laughs) And when he was in shorts. Games, like um, excuse me, sir. Do those legs go all the way up? <laughs> no, they stop at the knees. In the movie, he was an agent of the FBI, um, but he was this character was based on an NYPD officer of the same name in the Widowmaker storyline by Garth Ennis. Mm. Uh, the collected edition of which was published in September of two thousand seven. Whoa. The the line that we heard from um, the uh, the trailer there. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'd like to get my hands on God um, <laughs> and just touch them all was, over. Yeah, yeah. that was a quote from agree. this from this same uh, Widowmaker storyline that uh, Budiansky uh, came from. Okay, um, I just happened to uh, be clicking through some of those. Uh, issues. I think it was issue number two that that came from. All right. Billy the Butte Russo or Jigsaw. 
Ooh, doggy. Uh, in the movie, they call him R- Rusati. Um, I don't know why they couldn't go with Russo. Maybe. I kept wanting they to call him Risotto. <laughs> yeah, they wanted it extra spicy. <laughs> yeah, oh my God. Yeah, some yeah, of the well, Italian stereotypes <laughs> yes. were straight yeah. out of like, like the Simpsons pizza guy. Yeah. <laughs> James Cagney. All right. So this character was created by Len Wein and Ross Andrew. But um, hey, a shout out to Len Wein. Len Wein. Yeah. From from uh, from all your hometown wieners. (laughs) So that issue of Amazing Spider-Man number one sixty-two came out in November of nineteen seventy-six. Jigsaw's origin story was detailed in Punisher Year One in nineteen ninety-five. Russo was hired to kill Frank and others to cover up the execution of Frank's family. Hmm. Uh, Fail. Failing to kill Frank in a bomb explosion, Russo is thrown through a glass window by Frank, uh, left alive as a message to organized crime, and Russo's pretty face is reduced to a jigsaw puzzle-like mess of scars. So he was just simply thrown through a window in the comics. Yeah, <laughs> this was a lot lot more gruesome. <laughs> yeah, he went above I- and beyond in this one. I always thought he was a cool villain. Aesthetically. I guess I didn't know much about his storylines. Yeah, I wasn't very familiar with him. (laughs) He was awesome in this movie. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Um, My longest character background segment goes to Detective Martin Soap. Um, I wasn't expecting that. Okay. (laughs) Bring it on um, out. In the (laughs) comics is a hilarious like there was so much um so uh detective martin soap he is an nypd police officer and ally of the punisher created by garth ennis and steve dillon first appeared in punisher volume five number two may of 2000 well so Um, he's really new he is pretty new yeah um (laughs) soap Soap was plagued by bad luck throughout his life and career, starting from the day of his birth when he was dropped on his head by a nurse just after being born. <laughs> Kidding me. If it wasn't for bad luck, he wouldn't have no luck at all. I was just going to say, his life was plagued by bad luck. It sounds like he was alive. Um, Now that I'm reading this and going over the skin, this sounds very garth ennis like preacher level garth ennis like the dark humor in this kid's life um let's see as a police officer soap is assigned to the punisher task force with neurotic behavioral psychologist buddy plug (laughs) old soap and plug (laughs) b plug buddy plug yeah Yeah, buddy (laughs) you know there's there's you you can have a buddy plug, but you got to be careful you who should, you use it with. I was going to say you should have your own. Try to have your own. Yeah. Just for for sanitation's sake. Yes. I carry mine with me at all times. <laughs> carry. Wink, I, keep, wink. I keep it safe and warm. <laughs> Some place they'll never look. 
That's the first place they always look. Yeah. The first place I show them. What can I say? Well, yeah. There's only so many orifices. So oh <laughs> What we need is a new orifice. <laughs> I, speak for yourself. I've got enough, man. I've got more than enough. Well, I would like to appoint members to this orifice. <laughs> Duly elected to this orifice. Yeah. What does that all look like? <laughs> you, know, you, you guys done? You guys done? Yeah. Cool. Um, so, uh, uh, Plug would hang himself in their shared office after Soap criticized his Punisher profile. Not long Ooh. after they first met. <laughs> Damn. Not long after they first met. Jesus. I can't take criticism. Can't take a fucking <laughs> joke. Jesus. No. Did he hang no. himself in front of all those boxes? Like... <laughs> In front of, right in the middle, it's right like, in the middle. I don't know. You got to fucking solve these crimes on your own. I'm killing myself. No, I like in front of as if they were witnesses <laughs> to this horrific. <clears throat> <laughs> the boxes. Yeah. All right, I'm sorry. So, okay. uh, soap <laughs> teams up with. Um, uh, another officer who's on another task force uh, uh, against the uh, Nucci family. Um, and they're scoping out a mansion. Um, they're scoping out the Nucci mansion thinking that uh, that Punisher is going to arrive. So that was a plot element that, that showed up in the movie. Nucci mm. gang. Kind of. <laughs> um, so uh, that, uh, that female officer, um, so they they grew to be friends and and soap tried to make a move on her but um she turned him down um, <laughs> saying that she was a lesbian more of a uh, body wash yeah and we're not sure if that was anyway <laughs> it was like come um, on everybody likes a little soap on him <laughs> I, do we I need like more it than or... all in one <laughs> um the the pair are confronted by the punisher after the punisher killed everybody in the Nucci mansion um and he gives them um, compromising photos of the mayor and the police commissioner uh, in exchange for like wait, wait, together. Were they together? Yeah. <laughs> or I, don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't on this case. <laughs> um, <laughs> what if that happened in Gotham? <laughs> um, so uh, he gave them the photos in exchange for all the information they have on the, the vigilante task force. Um, but Soap uses the photos to uh, blackmail his way up to the office of commissioner. Oh, my God. I mean, that benefits um, Frank, right? Not for long, because um, Soap would be demoted back to detective, back to the Punisher task force, after pictures of him soliciting prostitution service. Oh, my God. It's pictures oh, all kissing around. The, uh, kissing the mayor and the original police chief. It was... <laughs> Yeah. Caught up with him. Yeah, Frank Pictures really. Th- Frank almost had like a Batman Gordon thing going for a minute. Yeah, yeah, almost. He did. Yeah. Um, the Punisher convinced convinces Soap to become his NYPD, his official NYPD informant. Maybe official. <laughs> <laughs> he has a medal. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a yeah, um, badge. 
He just wears one of those Punisher t-shirts. You know? <laughs> yes. He's got one of those Blue Lives Matter stickers on the back of his car window. It's a you Punisher. Buy him in Puerto Rico. It's a Punisher t-shirt, but it's like one of the pink ones that's like a half shirt. Or like, like... <laughs> it's got tassels. <laughs> I got Punisher. So, it's just cut and tied with like the yeah. kind you get like in Nogales. Or, yeah. yeah. Hard rock. Okay. So he did this after uh, stopping Soap's suicide attempt after being demoted. Uh, later, Soap was promoted to lieutenant after killing a serial killer in self-defense. Um, the character is often depicted in self-defense. I yeah. mean, it was a it's serial like, killer. He probably could have gotten away with it either way. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Either way. Anyway. Um, the character of Soap is often depicted as a barfly, which we see uh, several times in this movie. Um, after becoming increasingly despondent over his luck and life, Soap is told by Castle, when things aren't getting better, to just go. <laughs> Following his advice, Soap leaves the NYPD, moves to L.A., and becomes a porn star. <laughs> There's a up to Jesus this point, Marvel Knights. What the, fuck? the fingers up. This uh, this wasn't Marvel Knights as far as the comic books. Oh, it was Penthouse Letters. It's just just uh, Marvel. Anyway, up to it was that Highlights point, Magazine. <laughs> okay, uh, Soap becomes a porn star. Up to that point, he had been he had simply been unaware that he has large genitals. <laughs> what? what they said this in the comic why is any of this relevant what? that's so crazy not not on your judgment of including it it's incredible what? but why is this relevant to the story of the punisher right. who finally told him does he end up like okay so this is my question does the punisher wind up going to la and like busting like a human trafficking scheme or something he's like so he's still my inside guy also adult films is he doing uh, homosexual adult films? <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't, well, I, it's hard to break in on the uh, the hetero side of things, I hear. Well, what's wow. a better question is to have made it that long in life without anybody mentioning the size of your giant genitals. Well, well he probably didn't wash below his waist. He's probably one of those, you know, like, oh, I, I don't need to wash my really, leg. Ironically, Not even in the academy. Yeah, ironically, he didn't use soap. <laughs> Oh uh, uh, yeah, how do you get that old without being like, well, look at this. Look what's happening saw, there. Never saw another one. All right, Al, go ahead. All right, uh, that leaves us to the last five. Uh, we've got. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we've got McGinty. Uh, Carmine Pizzi Gazzara and his son Inc. and Christu and Tiberiu Bulat. Um, these were five characters that were in the movie, uh, all villains or henchmen originating in different Punisher comics storylines. Boom. Okay. Wow. Thank you. Wow. Thank you, Al. Thank you, Al, for that long trip down, <laughs> down Soap Lane. Wow. Oh, I was thanking you for putting up with us. Well, yeah, there's that too. But... Yeah, your information. Yeah. I mean, we've been thanking him for that for years, though. So, so this came out in 2008. I just want to, I just want to circle back on soap again. 
when did soap originate in the comics? 2000. 2000. So between 2000 mm-hmm. and 2008, this man, his character, he's not a real person, went through all of this. Yeah, that's an arc. Well, I don't, I don't know if it, if oh, all this may of have this was continued between after. 2000 and 2008. Yeah, I okay. don't have solid dates on that. After, <laughs> after the phenomenal success of the character on film, they decided to expand and really... Really, really take him out there. Yeah. A lot of highs, a lot of lows. Right. Yeah. They're like, he was so good in the movie. We'll put him into other movies in the comic. Uh, or <laughs> <Yes>. soap. <laughs> it's so weird that they would include that as a career choice, not to diminish, you know, that as a gig, but why? Um, why a cop to LA to porn? Have you ever read Preacher? No. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. If you had, you would know why. Um, it, it, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's all Garth Ennis. He's, mm. he's got a very it, interesting sense. He's got to have a porn star and everything he Just does. His thing. Um, yeah, they have a, a couple of characters in Preacher called the like the, the sexual detectives. Oh, that's their business. <laughs> I too they, am a sexual detective, Al. <laughs> yeah. um, the case has gone cold, but I'm not giving up. Um, yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Al. And uh, that brings yep. us to the film itself. Um, the Punisher War Zone, uh, the sequel to the 2004 Punisher, um, was announced uh, prior to its release, prior to the original movie's release. They were already planning on making Punisher 2. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Um, Avi Arad announced it as saying it would become the fifth Marvel property to get a sequel. Um, and uh, Jonathan Hensley, who directed the first one, was uh, attached to it, as was Thomas Jane. Um, and Thomas Jane announced at the time when the first Punisher came out that the villain would be Jigsaw. Uh, uh-huh. They started, they started uh, writing it. Um, it was being written all through 2005. In 2006, they announced that it was going to be produced in Louisiana. Uh-uh. <laughs> um, <laughs> it had to be pushed back due to Katrina. Wow. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, Katrina might have cost us the sequel with Tom Jane, uh, like two years, like a year earlier. But uh, um, so... Jane apparently started like getting ready for the role. He started training, buffing up. Um, then in uh, 2006 or 2007, early 2000s, yeah, in uh, June of 2006, he uh, announced that he was no longer going to be in uh, Thomas Jane announced he would no longer be in Punisher 2 that the script was not up to snuff and he wasn't going to be a part of a movie he couldn't get behind. Huh. Apparently, you know, I, I didn't think it was a bad script. No. I. It's, it's got some scenes and lines that, that really work. I, this movie, I don't know if it deserves the reputation it has because it was... It was really entertaining in like, yeah. like a Verhoeven like eighties like Lethal Weapony like. Oh my god! I have a direct comparison to Lethal Weapon at one point in this well, movie. I mean, tonally, this movie is a huge shift from the first movie. So much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, I think that may have. Been, That's why I asked. 
what hit, what caused him to step away, if anything, about the script. It's like, what are you trying to make the well, Punisher and all of the bad guys into? Well, also, this script is not what he was looking at. It got rewritten yeah. twice after he stepped away. Okay. Interesting. Um, so, um, yeah. Uh, so he left. Um, what's his face? The original director left. Uh, uh, I can't remember his name. I just said it a few minutes ago. Um Jonathan Hensley. He left too. Um, and uh got rewritten a couple other times. Uh we have the the it was originally let's see, Markham and Holloway, who wrote um Iron Man, huh. um, got put on this. They uh, you know, they you know, they wrote Iron Man. Their original script didn't have a lot going on, and then it was uh, a rewrite was done by Nick Santora. Uh, Nick Santora um, was a writer on The Sopranos, uh, Prison Break. Um, he, uh, let's see, um, he wrote The Long Shots. Um, that's, yeah, I mean, he did some writing on Lie to Me, Law and Order. So he's mostly done TV stuff, but he has a writing credit on this. Um, he did the main rewrite. And then it was given to... Um, director uh lexi alexander one of the first uh like female directors we've had on this show i don't have we had one prior to this hmm wow i don't know if we have is this the crazy she didn't direct this film though right yes she did wow wow yes wow she did um yeah lexi alexander Uh. She was given this film, and she, it was her. She decided that she, um, they told her it could be a hard R. They said, go for a hard R, and she decided she wanted to make it as a kind of um, homage to, like, the 80s Stallone, Schwarzenegger, Verhoeven, Lethal Weapony, Die Hard kind of films. Yeah. The, what was the Kurt Russell one? It, it's like when just wearing a lot of leather outfits in the rain. Yeah. 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 There's one like Cobra, Cobra, no, Cobra was Stallone, but yeah, that type of tough guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, lots of weird blue and orange lighting, occasional yep. red and green lighting. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah I don't give a fuck about 80s. the rain. Yeah, that and like the like um, the really like um intense like special effects, like people's heads exploding kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. we got a lot of that in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> sure we, did. Yeah, um, she. Let's see. So she started, she was a stunt woman. She did stunt work on Batman and Robin. Um, she became a writer. Um, and uh, let's see. So she she was a martial artist, which is how she got into the film industry. Then she started writing. Um, she, uh, let's see, she wrote and directed Johnny Flinton, <laughs> Green Street Hooligans. I don't know any uh, of these. Green, I recognize that one. Green Street Hooligans. I don't remember that one at all. Um, and Green Street Hooligans too. Um, soccer is that about soccer hooligans? Is that what yeah. that is? Yeah, yeah, I think even like Elijah Woods in it. Yeah, as you said, I remember Elijah Wood being the the face on the box. Okay. Right. Um, she did a lot of TV work. She was a director on Arrow, Supergirl, um, SWAT, uh, LA's Finest. <laughs> so, um, she, she doesn't have a really long or storied career, but I thought this movie was pretty. She did pretty good on this. I mean, there's... She was, uh, she was the widow of the agent? No, she was the director. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. I'm back. Okay. <laughs> what just happened, Josh? <laughs> okay. Trying to figure out who we were talking about. He, he jumped the forward in time. Yeah. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, she was the director. Um, yeah, good for her. Yeah, a lady director. Anyways, um, so yeah, uh, I could have sworn there was there was another one on our list or up to date, but I can't figure out which one it was. I don't know if there was honestly, because yeah, Catwoman okay. and <clears throat> what's her face, uh, Electra, Electra were not uh, female directed no. right. films. No, they Supergirl weren't. was not. Yeah, Supergirl no, Supergirl was not. Anyway. None of the male. Superhero movies were directed by females that I can think of throughout the eighties, nineties. To like, yeah. I don't know. She might be our first. Oh, yeah. That is really interesting. That this is the first one. I mean, and, yeah. And it took two thousand eight. It took a while. Buffy, no. Oh no, that, that was, no no that was directed by Fran Kazoy, who is wait no Buffy yeah Fran Kazoy. That's 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 the female half of the Kazoy team. So yeah yeah Buffy was the first one. Well, there yeah. you go. Oh shoot! That's sorry. That was the first one I thought of, but then when I tried to IMDb it, um, it went to the series, yeah, um, which had Joss Whedon, of course. Um, but yeah, jo- but yeah, um, that's right. <laughs> Frank that's the rest of the story. Um, so the cast: uh, Ray Stevenson took over for Thomas Jane. Um, so who is this guy? We're going to see him in Thor. We will. We'll see him in Thor and, and the Dark Thor's World half. and Ragnarok. Okay. Um, yeah. Oh. Uh, he, let's see. He's he got his. He's been working for years. He was in King Arthur in 2004. His first film was The Theory of Flight. Uh, oh. Cirque de Freak, the Vampire's Assistant. <laughs> he was in the book. Did he of play e- the vampire or the assistant? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse to look it up. Um, he was also in the G.I. Joe sequel as Firefly. Oh, the Divergent series. Um, ooh, 2015, he'll be in the Transporter Refueled. How many of those did they make? Jeez. Um, oh. He uh, he did a lot of TV work. Uh, let's see. He was in um, Rome. He was Titus Polo in Rome. Um, he was in Dexter. Yeah, he was a big bad in Dexter that was actually... Those were the bad seasons, but he was compelling in it. Played a gay Ukrainian hitman. All right. Oh, he vo- he voiced Gar Saxon in, in Star Wars Rebels and Clone Wars. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> uh, that's a deep cut. Um, and we got, uh, let's see, he was in, recently he's been in Vikings. Um, oh, he was the star of Vikings in season six, apparently, it tells me. <laughs> I've never watched Vikings, I don't know. Um, so I mean, he works. He's just kind of tough guy. Honestly, he was, uh, uh he was Blackbeard in, uh, Black Sails, the, uh, the oh, pirate that show. show. That, was, that was pretty good. I never watched it, but I heard it was good. Yeah. Um, he was okay. He was no Thomas Jane. He looks Jane. like Punisher from the comics. Yeah. He, he, I think he is the, the most, uh, right straight out of the comic book appearance you know yeah, his acting and his voice are not the same but the way he looks yeah especially in that opening scene he oh, looks yeah. like fucking Frank castle <laughs> yeah cool. he does 
Uh, we got Wayne Knight as Microchip. Um, <laughs> Newman. Newman. <laughs> yeah. Newmania. Yeah. Uh, Newman, uh, Jurassic Park. It's Wayne Knight. You know who he is. He, it just you, it made me think the whole time, are they going to make him turn on Frank Castle? Yeah, right. Like, it's a weird casting choice because he just is a smarmy asshole and, you know, betrayer of protagonists. Yeah, that's what he does. He's yeah. probably but, mad that his his real nickname is Microchip, but everybody went with Micro instead of Chip. Right. <laughs> <for his laughs> name. God damn it. Like, fuck you. Right. That's uh, his motivation. That's why he works for Frank. Yeah, yeah he Frank. wants revenge on the world. <laughs> uh, uh, we got Colin Salmon as uh, Agent Paul Budiansky. Um, Colin Salmon. The butt man. Yeah, the butt man. <laughs> <laughs> But there's okay. So in um, tangent in um, in Wisconsin, there's a uh, uh, a real estate agent called I I can't remember the first name. It's like Mike or something. Dickman, Dickman, yeah. and his signs are up everywhere. And every time I drove by, um, I'd be like, the Dickman wants you to buy a house, <laughs> and I'd, I'd make my kids laugh. So hard. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like kids. He doesn't even know he has a big. Yeah. There's a there's an auto uh, dealer in El Paso that's got a similar name. I can't remember what it is, but yeah, you drive through and you see the big signs, and that guy's totally self aware that his name is like Innuendo Central. Nah. Well, yeah, you might as well lean into it. Yeah, right? Right. it's going to be a life of conflict. Just arguing. With <laughs> yeah, one day in grade school, he's like, "You guys aren't making fun of me anymore." I'm taking it back. Yeah. We have a deli here in Tucson called Dickman's Meats. Oh, yes. Yep. That's embracing it for sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. We got Colin Salmon. Um, so uh, <laughs> not from Key and Peele. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. He was in. Wow. Three James Bond movies. Okay. Let's see. He was in Tomorrow Never Dies. The World is Not Enough and Die Another Day. All uh, Pierce Brosnan era. Who did he play in that? Charles Robinson. Interesting. Mm. Mm. Um, let's. He was in uh, Alien versus Predator, The Bank Job, Matchpoint, Blood, The Last Vampire. <laughs> the Last Vampire's name is Blood. That's that's <laughs> makes sense. Um, <laughs> what a coincidence! Right. How to stop being a loser? Resident Evil Retribution. <laughs> Um, mortal. Oh, Mortal Engines. That movie. London has fallen. A bunch of action stuff. Uh, he did a lot of TV work too over the years. As everyone, all these guys seem to. He was in Dinotopia. Ooh. <laughs> um, <laughs> Bad Girls. He's. Uh, let's see. Doctor. Oh, he was in Doctor Who. A couple episodes of that. Did some Law and Order work, of course, as everybody does. <laughs> I think everybody on Earth has to be in Law and Order at yeah, some point. Yeah. Uh, NTSF, SD, SUV. <laughs> okay, I'm trying to figure out what that stands for. STRV. <laughs> no, it's NTSF colon SD colon SUV. <laughs> what is this so show? National Transportation Safety. DSV. Foundation. Okay. Oh, it's a parody. Okay. It's a parody. It's a parody show. Okay. National Terrorism Strike Force, San Diego, Sport Utility Vehicle. (laughs) And the whole show is just a bottle episode of him and his partner in a in an SUV driving around San Diego looking for terrorists. A MacGruber. I hope so. Um, let's see. He's been on Krypton recently. Uh 
<laughs> he show. found it quite pleasant. He was Zod. He played General Zod oh. on the Krypton series. That's actually kind of cool. I, yeah. I can see him doing that. Yeah. Uh, Doug Hutchinson as James Risotto, a.k.a. Looney Bin Jim. Um, this dude. Woo! Um, he was in The Green Mile, The Chocolate War. Um, God, fresh horses. Oh, he was in The Lawnmower Man. Oh, he was in Batman and Robin. He was uh, X Files, right? One of the gang leaders. He yes. was in X Files. Yes, yeah, yeah, the, oh, yeah. The Python, like, dude, he could go through the. Oh, uh, that dude. Yeah. Oh, what was um, his name? Uh, uh, oh, Eugene Tombs. Tombs. Eugene Tombs. Tombs. Yeah. Tombs. Yes, Tombs. He had yeah. more than one episode. Yeah. What did he do when he was? He, he did something when he was kind of young, like. Uh, I mean, not like child actor. He young, was, oh, he, he was on the Young Riders. Young Riders. Yeah. Really? <laughs> if, yeah, he was. My wife was on Young Riders. Wow. I wonder if she knows him. No. <laughs> Tell her to give him a call. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's get let's get Hutch. We call him Hutch. Okay. <laughs> I call him Dougie H. Um, <laughs> I call him Sling Blade. <laughs> uh Dominic West played Jigsaw uh, slash Billy the Butte. Uh fucking McNulty. Yeah. yeah. McNulty on the wire. Um I like him. Yeah. This dude, He's very man. British. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. I always forget. Yeah. I know. They're, they're sneaky. He was on um the <laughs> or he is on One the of those alienist. Sneaky Brits. <laughs> Well, how many actors have you ever been surprised and you're like, what? Yeah. Anyways, this yeah, shows like Tom Alien. Holland level of sneaky, though, with that shit. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Is. You're like, oh, you're from Brooklyn. Oh, you're from Baltimore. Oh, what? My whole life is a lie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you're from something on something. Yeah. Let's see. Okay. So he was in Spice World, <laughs> the Spice Girls movie. <laughs> Wait, was he their manager? He was a photographer. Okay. He was he played Queen Amidala's uh one of Queen Amidala's guards in episode 1. He did. <laughs> yeah, he did. Holy he shit. really did. Touched <laughs> it. Wow. Yeah. Um he was in 28 days, not 28 days later. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Sandy Bullock. Bullock was in rehab. Yeah. Well, movie, there was a movie where someone got that confused and was like, "When are the zombies attacking Sandy Bullock?" <laughs> yeah, and then it turns out it was in Bird Box. From was God, yeah. Then it turns out it was Bird Box where they attacked her. <laughs> I thought that was a subscription service. Um, <laughs> they just send you a bird in a box. <laughs> a, a bird a month. Makes it, it makes it. Yeah. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Uh, Nature. <laughs> Um, he was in Chicago, Mona Lisa Smile. This dude works. <laughs> Hannibal Rising. Wow. He gets he's he gets a lot of work, this guy. John Carter. Uh most recently yeah. he was in the 2018 Tomb Raider. And other than The Wire, he's been in a number of TV shows, most recently Stateless. Um Les Miserables. That was a TV show. And uh <laughs> upcoming The Pursuit of Love. He's an incredible actor. I can't say it enough. Um, in this, whatever, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Dash Mihawk as a or Dash Mihawk. I don't know how to say it. Um, as Soap <laughs> and his amazing penis. Uh, <laughs> it's hung daddy. Let's Richard see. Mulligan. He was in Romeo and Juliet. He played Benvolio. Um, yeah, he was in the Thin Red Line, White Boys, Perfect Storm. 
the guru. Oh no, <laughs> the guru. I always get him mixed up with uh, who's the real uh, aggressive New Yorker. Um, oh, uh, d- d- uh, what's that dude's name? Oh, Michael Rappaport. Rappaport. Yeah, yeah. Rappaport. Yeah. He does have I, a they Rappaport. Look the same to me. Yeah, yeah. They got a like similar look. Their, their heads were like bound when they were children or something. They're really like tall, narrow faced <laughs> guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he but was, the rest of them is not you know yeah yeah naturally yes uh let's see he was in kiss kiss bang bang hollywoodland uh i am legend dude works um he also oh my god he has wait wait he has a discography he has a he has a music career um oh wow. please let him be a rapper please please let him use soap <laughs> as his name in his music career. He, it's just him rapping about his film career. Open up. Wow. Suds. Suds. <laughs> He's featured in a lot of things. He might be a rapper. Wait, I've got to look this. Oh, i got to figure this out. Shit. Please, please. Oh, please my God. Is he so, a Music. Okay. He started a band with friends. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that just makes me think of the sitcom friends. When he, was 12, <laughs> when he was 12 years old, he started a band with his friends. It was called SDC, which stood for Strictly Devastating Crew. Oh, shit. It <laughs> wasn't for the Urban Free Flow game. In 2004, he was um, on uh, uh, Sabak Red's record Sabacalypse. Sub, sub, a change gonna come on the track. I have a dream. Um, he yes. <laughs> he did music for the Green Street Hooligans soundtrack. Um, he collaborated with Daniel Friedman, a jazz drummer and percussionist. Um, since two th- 2015, he's been in the band Diz in the Farm. I think he's a singer. I think he sings. I don't think he raps. Wow. Um, although well, st- he- strictly devastating crew. <laughs> Yeah. Well, he he was a duo with a DJ Jazzy Sponge, right? <laughs> soap <laughs> and soap. Uh, um, Romano Orzazi is Nikki Calvella, the undercover FBI agent. Julie Benz um, as Angela Dexter's Donatelli, wife. Dexter's wife. Uh, Drew oh, yeah. or um, Darla from Buffy. Um, she was actually the first person you see on screen in the Buffy series. Uh, huh. Stephanie. She had a weird accent in this movie. She really. Everyone had a weird a accent. Few in movie, but hers yeah. was the most noticeable out of everybody's. Yeah. Uh, Larry Day as Agent Miller. Ron Lee as Captain Ross. T.J. Storm as McGinty, <laughs> the leader of the Urban Free Flow Gang. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> questions there. Yeah. Jude was like, "Call him the Jumpy Boys," and then. <laughs> And then when, they, then when they said they were the urban free flow gang, he was like, no, that's stupider. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking right. hardcore parkour, man. Yeah. <laughs> hardcore. Uh, Bianca Mergel as the girlfriend of Jigsaw. She was in like 30 seconds of this movie. Um, Mark Camacho as Carmine Gazera. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, and a bunch of other people in bit roles. So that's, was that the guy that looked like Chaz Palminteri but was not? Uh, that maybe? gangster. Anyways, yeah. yeah, I don't know. There's not a picture of him. Um, so uh, this movie has uh, was it twenty? Let me see. Um, twenty. What is uh, twenty nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes? Um, it has a one. I thought I'd read one one star review, and I I, I thought I'd give us a range here. So. 
Matthew F. writes, uh, dude, I hate this movie because of the way Nikki Carvel is portrayed as straight when in the comic books he is, in fact, gay. One star. All right. I mean, that's, that's fair. fair. Yeah. Yes. Um, Issa G. writes, I used to hate it, and now I like it. Four stars. Huh. <laughs> I don't know what, what happened made, in between. What yeah. made you change your mind, Issa? He was um, stuck in a room with only. Do we a have client. a Do we have a review from our um, our Brendan now? Brendan Glacane did not review Punisher Warzone, unfortunately. Damn, is he going to be our new uh, Siskel and Ebert? Well, there's if we've got him, we got to we got to read him. Yeah, yeah, there's he's only done a handful of movies though, so unfortunately, it's going to be pretty limited. But um, yeah, <laughs> there'll be gems though. Yeah, Nolan Burgers. There'll be yeah, Nolan Burger. There'll be a Nolan Burger or two. Uh, Tristan C writes one of the best superhero movies ever. Period. Wow. So, Tristan Z. Five stars. Something for everybody out there. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much it, guys. That's the uh, end of our production section. Are you fellas ready to jump into the movie? I'm going to get my applesauce back. I'll take two Berettas, please. Let's punish the Punisher. <laughs> <laughs> Here it is. The Punisher. Warzone. We open with the Marvel Knights logo. Then we get a credit sequence in which the Punisher watches the news. It's telling us there's a mob boss that was let go. There's crooked judges and all sorts of New york crime Punisher stuff. Uh, we get an establishing shot of New York. We're in New York, guys. No more Miami yeah. or Seattle. Where it's supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. But they we do. We don't uh, spend any time in Puerto Rico. None. No. Not even for a family reunion. Although many characters refer to like this town. Well, in this town, it's dot dot, or you'll never do something in this town. Like it's so provincial. It's like, oh, you mean one of the biggest in the world? Yeah, you're probably right. Well, and like they were trying to like not specifically mention it was New York, but there was the Empire State Building. Yeah. Or no, it was New York. Uh, I don't feel like they were trying to show you. Yeah. Uh, yes. So, all right. They, uh, They, uh, let's see, we get a New York establishing shot. We're introduced to Billy the Butte, Risotto. He's an up-and-coming mafioso. <laughs> He's going to make it in this <laughs> this crazy town, <laughs> this business. Uh, two cops on a stakeout, uh, Baldy and Soap. I didn't catch I felt it. Like, uh, I felt like the McMansion looked a lot like the one Travolta had. It did, yeah. Yeah, it definitely I mean, it's did. Generic. It's generic, but yeah, anyway. Oh yeah, definitely generic. But um, yeah, I wonder if that's just a mansion that they shoot at a lot. <laughs> it's the same like rap music video mansion that everybody uses. Yeah, or, or soap pornos. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Which are pornos based on the sitcom soap <laughs> from the late seventies. I loved the one with uh with uh the the who's the boss lady in Benson. Yeah, it's it's called uh, getting a mulligan. <laughs> uh, Richard Mulligan and Billy Crystal and the puppet <laughs> was a really heavy scene. <laughs> the puppet watched. Soap okay. was an amazing show. Um, so all right, uh, Baldy and Soap are on stick too. Yeah, <laughs> there's Baldy and Soap are on his takeout. Um, Soap says he wants to arrest the Punisher. Baldy admires what he does. 
In the house, Billy meets with the head of the family, who's a very spicy meatball. Uh, yeah, he really is. <laughs> very Italiano. <laughs> it's very like, it's like, why you no taco with your accent no more? Like, levels yeah. of like, wow, right. this is bad. Yeah. It's like Mario and Luigi's voice. Yeah. <laughs> totally. It's like, it's a me, Mafia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mafia Brothers. <laughs> Mafia Brothers. <laughs> Nintendo Dark. He's like, you're crazy like your brother. <laughs> it's like his nickname is Looney Bin Jim, so it's just funny to even bring it up to this guy. <laughs> Looney Bin Jim. And I kept I kept thinking Looney Tunes like he was gonna be Bugs Bunny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what if he was at times? Yeah. That's true. Uh yeah, great point. Because he, he was just mayhem. Yeah, maybe more of a Tasmanian devil than Bugs Bunny, but yeah, definitely yeah. cartoon. I likened him. I likened him to a spider monkey at one point. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, I but. can see that. <laughs> so all right. Uh, <laughs> I like to think that there's a third brother who's just a little off, and he's Walmart greeter Gary. <laughs> <laughs> The third brother plays uh, the Scarlet Witch. Uh, he needs he needs like an FDR acronym. That's true. Yeah. He's not LBJ. That came out of nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, oh wow, it is though. Uh, um, all right, so uh, Billy is arranging for biological weapons to be brought in by the Russian mafia. The Godfather does not like that and says, "Don't do it." Um, then. Everybody except Billy goes downstairs for dinner, and what a dinner it is! The Punisher, yeah. the Punisher arrives and kills everybody at the table by spinning upside down from the chandelier <laughs> and shooting. Why does he need a fucking road flare? <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, because he yeah he turns the like, power off. But before I kill everyone, dramatic lighting. There was a a an, a very liberal amount of neck snapping. <laughs> Yes, there I, I, I hate when neck snapping happens because it's it can be done, but it's a lot more difficult than they make it look. But yeah. Frank was just like grabbed his wife, just like <laughs> neck snapping right and left. It's just like pointing at people and their neck snaps. First, first thing he did, he uh, he went straight for uh, the the elder Cesare and yep. cut his head clean off. Oh yeah, yep. and it rolled. Which is also a difficult thing to do. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Frank is just that good. It's just that good. <laughs> uh, as far as the road flare is concerned, A, so he could see himself, and B, scare tactics. I think so he could just... see himself? It's like, i got to <laughs> see my hand. Not, not so back. he could see himself, but so he <laughs> yeah. himself can see. Yeah. It illuminated the area. Yeah. And he we, we said it before, but he has Batman vibes, Batman energy sometimes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He'll, he'll use the shadows to scare you and then fuck you. That's the thing about the darker superheroes is that they are just really super drama queens. Yeah. Yes. Just maladjusted whiny often. That's very theatrical. J- yeah. Jude and I talk a lot about Star Wars. Maybe too much about Star Wars more than any two humans maybe should talk about it, but um, um, and our number one takeaway is that the Sith are fucking dramatic bitches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're queens, man. They For just love the attention. Yeah. Right. yeah, they're just all about the show. 
Um, yeah, if they could do shit in secret, they'd get a lot more done. Absolutely, but they've got to. Yeah, they they've got to put it on for everybody. <laughs> you just had to sign your crime, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, I do it in secret until my grand reveal. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Um, all right, so uh, Billy gets away. Um, he just kind of disappeared. He was up in the room and then he's gone. Um, yeah, yeah. It would, they showed him on the balcony. Um, basically, he <laughs> said to uh, Pitsy, "Let's get out of here." So, uh, yep. he, yeah. <laughs> if only Were the they other doing mom- the, like the cousins at the family dinner thing, like, "Hey, let's go for a walk. Let's go outside and smoke a joint or something." Is that why All he right. wasn't at the table? Like, it seemed very like he was like a <laughs> I juvenile think, yeah, he, in the family. He was definitely still mad about being told no when he wanted to allow the Russian mafia to bring a biological weapon into New York City. <laughs> no, he just never let say, me do anything. I was like, well, this is one time I'm lucky that I sit at the kids' table at these <laughs> <Right>. things. <laughs> What's up, Al? Um, he... In, in the scene uh, right after uh, Cesare uh, told him he was as crazy as his brother, Looney Ben Jim, that's when he gets mad and he says, I'm not eating with that shit bag. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and that's right before he says, I shit in a bag. That's really funny. <laughs> that was yeah. right after he said, oh. shit in a bag. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> shit in a bag, dick in a box. Um, <laughs> whatever you're into. So, shit all right. Um, yeah. On uh, Punisher's way out, he's spotted by a cop who gives him his car. <laughs> Is that what happened? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Tosses him in keys. <gasps> he has got <laughs> that's like some OnlyFans level of like. <laughs> yeah, he's simping for the Punisher. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like some attention to detail um, on his after killing all the guys on his way out the mansion before the cop uh, finds him. He's sniffing a, a lot. Um, okay. Just as he's walking by. Later, he like. Has to reset his nose with a pencil using a pencil. Septum, ah, yeah, yeah, huh. but yeah, there's the, that attention to detail that they just had him like sniffing about five minutes before they reveal his. Did he get nose pistol whipped or something in the face? I didn't even see him. I, he headbutted somebody. Oh, okay. that's what it was. That makes sense. That's pretty that's good. Brutal. Yeah, I. It was a very brutal movie. It was a hard, yeah. hard <laughs> yeah. R. Yeah, there's yeah. You know, I will say this about that scene where he resets his nose. As somebody who has had their nose broken, there's a lot more blood involved, regardless of how yeah. badass yeah. you are. And that would have been really cool to have him just bloody nose, Gushing. Just like killing people. <laughs> but to Al's point, there is a scene even towards the end with uh, LBJ mocking him, like pointing out where he would be hurt and should be hurt. You know what I mean? And just putting yeah. the, the Punisher mm. either ignores the pain, likes the pain, but definitely fights through the pain. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so <laughs> so Billy heads to his recycling factory. <laughs> yeah, he fell into a vat of bottles. Yeah, a vat. He's a glass magnate. <laughs> a glass magnate. <laughs> it's like I got the homeless Only in this I... town wrapped around my finger. Only I know the recipe for glass <laughs> to recycle glass. <laughs> A big glass hey, blender. At, at least he's environmentally conscious. Yeah, you know, he's <laughs> our first green villain besides maybe, uh, what's his oh, Poison Ivy. Superman. What about Poison yeah. Ivy? Oh. oh, well, yeah. Um, but it, it just gave me, uh, you know, vat vibes. Yeah, he found you a vat. <laughs> a bot- he should have become the bottler. <laughs> yeah. He's a goner. Yes, he certainly is a goner. But. Uh, okay, so, yeah. Um. 
Billy expresses that he's glad that the mafia boss is dead. We meet McGinty and his urban free flow gang. <laughs> he was so offensive that if I say why he was offensive, I'll say <laughs> everything about if this character. <laughs> everything about this character. Like, of course they're African. Of course they're a black oh. Irishman, but that's what I just want to call him out on. I I, I kept getting it. like. I, last night when I was watching this, I was like, God, I keep getting this, like, is he supposed to look like Lenny Kravitz? <laughs> like, uh, that's, I feel so, like I'm, like, that's offensive for me to say. So, but it, like, he was, like, short of leather pants looking like yeah. Lenny Kravitz. Well, okay. like, How are you going to get to that everything. building? He's like, look, are you going to go my way? Or are you going to go the Bunnish way? <laughs> <laughs> Kravitz. So... But- <laughs> But, but he had a Lucky Charms level Irish accent. Yes. His yes, name yes. is McGinty. McGinty. <laughs> McGinty and his ur- it's, no, no, his meth addicted urban free flow game. Yeah. They, yeah. they explicitly state that they are meth addicted. Yes. That's, That's their superpower. around buildings. They're not great at parkour. <laughs> Just, Their parkour just, was hilarious. They were just climbing up ladders and jumping down. It right. was like Dwight. It was they're Dwight just, and Michael Scott level parkour. Yeah, they're like yes, exactly. They're meth heads thinking they're pulling shit off. Yeah. In their minds, it looks great. Yeah, exactly. I totally did a backflip. Uh, uh, <laughs> awesome! I love it. Uh, all right, so uh, we find out that one of his guys is wearing a wire. The FBI is listening, <laughs> and it wasn't Billy. Ironically, no. Um, uh, and, Who was on the wire? Oh uh, yeah. Um. So Billy sends McGinty and his guys down to the port to do something. Very the, docks. Uh, the docks to do something. I'm very unclear what they were supposed to do. Shady shit happens at the docks. <laughs> like just they were uh, they were supposed to hand out some money. I'm assuming bribes to make people look the other way, not look at the Russians, whatever was coming in. Oh yeah. Okay. He sent them with a bunch of bills. That's right. Oh yeah, and he, he, this is how they do that in a general, you know, like putting out a flyer, like it's a boat show or something, <laughs> and they all just show up to get there. Well, yeah, uh, and we find out he's getting low on money, and he's like, "Where's the money?" And they're like, "It's down at what's his face's house." It's <laughs> <laughs> in Bill's house, in Jim's house, in Donatello's no house, <laughs> Don, Donatello and Raphael. It was. <laughs> yeah, it's not your money if you don't keep it. No, you know, that, once it's money, it's true. just possession is nine tenths of a lot of money. When that, it's yeah. dirty mob money, it one hundred percent belongs to the mobster that's holding it. Yeah, <laughs> as we saw in Batman, uh, you know, with the Joker sitting on the pile of bills. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, you know, it's the Joker's money now. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Frank sneak sneaks in. <laughs> He kills the mob guy wearing a wire. Um, he finds out he's an undercover agent and gets all sad. All hell breaks loose. The FBI break comes in. They try to get Frank. Frank throws Billy into his vat of, of bottles. <laughs> and the whole time, Billy isn't trying to climb out. He's just angry, yelling at Frank about it. Not, with his not trying to glass. do anything. Just going, I hate you, Punisher. I hate you. Curse this inevitable end. Yeah. Um, Frank Frank escapes and heads down to his underground hideout in the subway. Always underground. Yeah. Um the it was not as clean <laughs> as the as, as the Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. Yeah. It was very lived in. Like Nothing the the, in. the love seat and yeah. you know, he had like a, a dirty coffee table full of yeah. like 
I assume gun magazines. <laughs> At one gun right. magazines and, and one copy of Mademoiselle. <laughs> um, in case somebody comes over. Yeah. <laughs> um, then, uh, let's see. Um, we discover Billy survived, although he's been terribly scarred. And he had an iconic superhero villain scene. Where he's wrapped up in bandages. Oh yeah, yeah, that's that's sitting in a chair. Not that's yeah. that's coming up. That's we, we we're not there yet. Oh, um, okay, my uh, bad. Um, we get the funeral for dead FBI guy. We meet his uh, partner, his widow Angela, and his child Grace. Angela and Grace wasn't that a '90s sitcom about like a pair of Southern <laughs> ladies? Um, uh, so he uh, we discover that his partner Paul, Mister Booty, wants to go after the Punisher. He promises the widow he'll bring the Punisher to justice. Frank, of course, is watching from the shadows, watching Feeling the guilty. from afar, as they always do in every fucking funeral on film ever. I it, wish they had him in a black dress with an umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> Just shot from a ways away. Um, um, so I have a question about this. Frank killed a guy that was undercover. Yeah. And he discovers it. Don't you think Frank would just be like, fuck, I used to do that job. Yeah, I know. It's rough. Yeah, it's weird to just all of a sudden they mention once again, five years of operation. He's like, oh, that was the first time he's been indiscriminate when (laughs) shooting at a crime scene. I don't know. I don't know why this this one really got to him. Maybe it's because he had a wife and a kid. Well, he's yeah, he says he had a family. Does he think none of those like gangster guards he kills have families? Well, no, they're. They're evil families. Yeah, they're evil. Exactly. He snapped the matriarch's neck <laughs> at yeah, the table. She went for a gun. I mean, she shouldn't have married the dick. Yeah. <laughs> hey, real quick, um, going back to comics, uh, that uh, 12 issue run that was called Widowmaker, uh, that story arc, that was about um, five widows of. Criminals oh. that the Punisher had killed. Okay. Who band together awesome. to try and uh, seek revenge against the Punisher. That they is made awesome. a movie about something wise. like that recently. But that that's an awesome storyline. But I think it was called The Kitchen. I think it took place in Hell's Kitchen. It was like Melissa McCarthy. Hmm. Oh, Then yeah. African-American actress. Then other white actress. <laughs> Huh. Anyway. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, I didn't see it, but yeah, I remember them promoting that. That's interesting. Yeah, they like plan a heist or they try to get revenge on the dirty cops that put their husbands in the ground. No. That would have been a really <laughs> cool Punisher movie, actually. I, yeah. Would, I yeah. would 100% watch that. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. Um, Well, you know, the the rights have reverted to Marvel. For oh, Johnny uh, Bernthal's great. Yeah, he, he really he is. is. He is. Yeah. Um, all right, so Frank has a, by a happy coincidence, his family's grave is in the same graveyard. So. <laughs> well, we've got another body here. <laughs> uh, and so he, we get some flashbacks to that fateful picnic. Um, yeah, so they're not at a family reunion on a tropical beach. No. They're having a picnic. What Exactly what kind of mafia is going down in this <laughs> idyllic park? Perfect it's, for a picnic. It's Central Park in the comics, right? Yeah, yeah. Is, it, is that wow in the comics? <laughs> like, this this is so far the the closest, the most accurate, uh, 
the to the comics that uh, Frank's death has been uh, portrayed on screen. Yeah, doesn't, doesn't help my question anymore, but I understand. Yeah, yeah, it's not of- at all important. But you no, know, just like <laughs> a guy dumb. playing frisbee, a little kid flying a kite, three guys in the <laughs> off to the side, just yeah, somehow doing collateral damage. Hit. Right. It, yeah. Se- yeah. it seems maybe they shouldn't schedule their mafia hits in the middle of a park <laughs> in the middle of the day. During softball season. Right. In strawberry fields. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Just hacking. Just hacking and sacking. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Um, Paul heads into the New New York PD to try and catch the Punisher. He's joining up. He's the liaison from the FBI, he says. They send him to the basement to partner up with Soap. Soap <laughs> gives Paul a rundown of Frank's tragic backstory. Picnic and all. Picnics. <laughs> Meanwhile, <Pick-a-nicks. laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, in the subway, Frank is packing up a bag of money. He is visited by his buddy Microchip. Microchip's a weapons guy. Uh, he's <laughs> it's like I'm on like SaudiJihad.com or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's gun season in Virginia. Yeah. It's gun show yeah. season in Virginia. It's such a great thing. Yeah, yeah. It's a great line. Yeah. Um. So yeah. He, um, Micro uh, tries to convince Frank to continue fighting. Frank's like, I'm sad and I'm going to give some cash to the widow. He's sad, yeah. I killed one guy that didn't deserve it. <laughs> only, I've only done that once. <laughs> Just once. I yeah. swear. <laughs> um, then we find Billy wrapped in bandages doing the Joker scene. Yeah, there you go. Um, he's discussing with his guys that the FBI mole had a bunch of Billy's money. He wants to take it back. The doctor arrives and takes off the bandages. <laughs> How's the skin going? Yeah. It's, it's so he is yet another casualty of uh, bureaucratic bungling and uh, U.S. <laughs> yeah. health insurance. He does, yeah. Uh, Jigsaw brings that up. It's, you it's know, stuck at the public health clinic. Yeah if, yeah. if Bernie Sanders had his way, this would never have happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He'd look like... He'd look awesome. Yeah. Um, there would have been no horse hide. Here, Cass Anvar, uh, who is no longer on the expanse for obvious reasons. But uh, yeah, he is the plastic surgeon. Okay. Which is interesting. Um, so, all right. Uh, Billy is displeased with his new look. After the bandages are removed, he kills the doctor. He names himself Jigsaw after the first thing he saw through the window. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, but he could have gone with Lady Liberty. He stabs him in the skull with scissors. Yeah. Not in the yeah. temple. No. In the forehead. Yes. A lot of gruesome head damage in this. Yeah. That's that's not that's not feasible. That's like you need like a hydraulic press to put scissors into someone's forehead. It's gonna take a lot, yeah. Or you need Yeah, because it's a this motion. Or yeah. or you need the strength of a puzzle. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Yeah, a real difficult. One. The, the, yeah. I'm sorry, the proportionate strength of a puzzle. <laughs> like an ant. <laughs> oh. uh, so uh, he tells his men. <laughs> but you have the power of whatever the jigsaw puzzle is. <laughs> like, like power like, of oh, Labrador puppies. Oh, no, it's a gazebo. <laughs> um, all right. So. Jigsaw. <laughs> <laughs> parkour so he tells his men they have three goals <laughs> the first goal is to get his money back the second goal is to kill frank castle i never found out what the third goal was he yeah. didn't he just trailed did, off did he say explicitly three goals yes i he thought said, he said two hmm. but i'm sure i thought he said three 
It's where he said oh, I didn't No, yeah, I, didn't I wrote this that he enumerated the goals. But uh I thought he specifically said three goals. He said uh, kill Frank Castle and then also I'll I'll make sure you never have to see your reflection again. Is I had written down like that, Oh no no no, that's no. That's, much, that's the that's brother much. saying what? that. That's the brother saying that oh. to Jigsaw later on. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, um so it was get his money, kill Frank Castle. In order to kill Frank Castle, they gotta get Looney Bin Jim out. Yeah. And or that, uh, uh James. Yeah. James. <laughs> and that this oh, is the point where he's LBJ. like, Don't call him that. He's not LBJ. He's, <laughs> yeah, that's he's right. not even a JFK. I thought <laughs> what Jigsaw else do I have to say. I thought, <laughs> I thought Jigsaw with his like over the top New York accent and, and his scars, he reminded me of Ben Grimm. He reminded ah, me of the thing. Yeah. <laughs> I could see that. Yeah. Um, so all right. Uh they're gonna go break out James. Um we get a little bit of Frank just being sad looking at school children. Right. Sad, no <laughs> creep. <laughs> right. Just standing outside of a school watching children. <laughs> Not blinking, you not making a sound. That. You can't do that, like, Frank. If there is a red, such thing as a red flag, <laughs> it was that guy. The teachers were totally like, kids, get inside. Get inside, children. It's like, are you picking up your kid? Hopefully. <laughs> um, so, all right. Um, then uh, Jigsaw and his boys go to break his brother James out of a mental health facility. <laughs> which yep. they then do. James does not get his applesauce, but he does get his kidneys. Um, He's a kidney enthusiast. He is. He loves. He knows a lot about kidneys. He, really, he mentions kidneys multiple times. Yeah, he knows what's up. Um, so is it just me or do James and Billy have a really good brother, like sibling relationship? They're very tight. supportive of each other. They, they really understand are. each other's needs they, and wants. They and, really do. They yeah. help each well, other out. They go out of their way to help each other, like feel James better about was, themselves. James was probably, you know, had behavioral issues, you know, before they gave him the crazy nickname. <laughs> do, do you but you think? know what? He probably had to stand up for his little brother all the time. Like he's not crazy. Yeah. You're yeah. the one that's crazy. He just likes to eat people's uh organs. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> While they're alive. That is all. <laughs> while they watch you eat them um yeah so all right so they get him out um then that night frank goes to give the money to uh angela he meets and befriends grace her daughter another but, creeper moment yeah but the widow angela <laughs> is unhappy <laughs> at finding a strange a strange scary man on her porch giving her daughter presents <laughs> Yeah, um, right. she refuses with a bag of cash. Yeah, she refuses yep. the money. Um, says "fuck off, Punisher." Um, Frank wants her to kill her. He's like, "Just do it. Just do it." Yeah. Well, and he leaves the money there. No, he takes it with him. I thought he left it there. No, when he's he walking away, he's the carrying the bag. Oh, she told him to get it out of there because she didn't say no twice. You have to get multiple no's, you know, in that awkward gift giving situation. <laughs> you, do. <laughs> you do. Like when paying, offering it's to like, pay are you the sure, check. though? Because it's like a hundred grand. I mean, are you sure? Um, Angela, Angela says the drops an F bomb, and the little girl's like, that's a dad word. And all I could think was uh, more deep. <laughs> <laughs> My name is a dad word. My name is a dad like word. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fucking dad word. Yeah. 
Yes. Woo. Um, all right. So uh, let's see. Uh, Jigsaw and his guys visit his brand new hotel, which he was <laughs> which he inherited. Yep. But they have to spend the night there, and it could be haunted. <laughs> um. Yeah. So we got a hotel, I guess, and his his brother's supportive of his Billy's sense of self worth, and so he smashes up some mirrors. Um, yeah, they, they, uh, movies have told me that if you can afford the very top penthouse office, you can get as evil as you want to up there. One, you can, rem- you can remodel torture devices, labs with Kool Aid bubbling. The crow, the business <laughs> bond. The crow one was crazy. A ski uh, slope. Out- Yes. The crow was like a sleek outside modern skyscraper and then like a dungeon. The sex office? The sex sex office, yeah. (laughs) Yes. Um, The non consensual sex office. (laughs) They have a meeting with the Russian mob. They firm up the uh, deal for the biological weapons to come into the country, but the price is now 12 million instead of 10. Uh, next day, Frank follows a gangster looking guy buying guns, um, follows him back to Micro's place. Micro's like, he's cool. And he's like, are you sure? He just walked into your apartment. <laughs> <laughs> like a friend would. Yeah. He's all Latin Kings. That is some yeah, there's, profiling. Yeah. There's some racial overtones there to that. Yeah. And he's like, w- once they are, they can't not be. <laughs> once you know. pop, you can't stop. <laughs> Exactly. As if he as if he, Frank Castle himself, has not gone through incredible changes in his life. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like, but this kid, he's pegged. <laughs> Which is so they, valid. Um it's it's a good plan on far as micro's part. Just like get this guy to buy the guns off the street and then give to Frank. Yep. Yeah, from like, one set of outlaws to the, the one outlaw. Yeah, yeah for you know, they're not going to recirculate. Yeah. That's true. I mean, to be fair, Frank does drop his guns a lot. <laughs> so, yeah, he someone, does litter his handguns. Someone's going to pick yes. those up. The disposable gun movie yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Out of bullets, you, no good. It's a big. If you buy him out of the, the back of a uh, Oldsmobile sedan, then they're probably the serial numbers are probably already scratched off. Oh, I imagine so. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's been my experience. <laughs> it's the same with uh, appliances. <laughs> That's how I got my fridge. <laughs> like, is this discman hot? <laughs> they're all no. It's twenty twenty one. Is that a speaking spell? <laughs> Um, so alright uh, Frank decides to leave town Micro convinces him to stay by telling him that Billy is still alive and is going to go after the widow uh, Frank agrees to take I wanted out- to see the side movie where Frank rides the rails just jumping trains and <laughs> living the hobo life helping farmers out <laughs> traveling from town to town punishing murdering people <laughs> Punishing. Okay. Punishing. (laughs) Yeah. Murder is murder is pretty punishing. Yeah. He's all. This is punishment. I've decided. And my sidekick. (laughs) Verbal warning. (laughs) Uh, So um, Frank agrees to take out Billy, but then says he's leaving after that. 
Soap and Paul, <laughs> look for Frank <laughs> by listening into the police scanner. Um, Jigsaw follows the widow. Carlos gets word about the jumpy boys having a deal go down, and Frank accosts them for information. <laughs> um, or at least <laughs> McGinty, the other two, just he just pops off. Yeah. Um, they learned that he blew up that first guy mid jump with like a rocket. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like he was that was pretty hilarious. <laughs> yeah. That is a good I don't aim. understand why they why they all just stop. Right. right. Just, I would keep like jumping around. Headlights. Like, oh, that guy's shooting a gun at us. Better. Let's just stand <laughs> here. <laughs> if, oh, wait. <laughs> he's putting that gun down and picking up another gun. Right. I bet he's going to use that one, too. I better not duck behind any sort of cover. Yeah, like uh, as a guy who jumps court. for a living, I'm gonna stand. This still. is the time you do it. You know, like, the guy who jumps for a living—it's their only ability. <laughs> He's been working in the jumping mines. <laughs> jumping business is rough. <laughs> but you're right about killing the first two guys. That's not real. You know, it's like I'm gonna assume they know nothing. Yeah, and this guy's the guy with the info. It's McGinty well, or nothing. It's McGinty, and he shoots the first guy with a fucking rocket, which yeah. you can see, like, oh, that came that came from that direction over there, and they're all right. like staring at him, making eye contact with the guy, and then picks up another it. gun. Yeah, and then he's the dude that's emotionally conflicted about accidentally killing that one cop, and then shoots bazookas off in the alleys yeah. of New York. Well, yeah. yeah, and if he had missed the jumping Rocket guy, oh, the building like ba- yeah. way back yeah, there would have killed God. Like, family in a tenement somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's not a good guy. No, He's, nor is he <laughs> thinking ahead at all. At best. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's see. Um, he learns that Jigsaw is going after the willow, widow. <laughs> um, the willow. <laughs> the willow tree. Paul and Soap happen upon Frank and McGinty <laughs> as McGinty dies. Uh, Paul goes after Frank. They fight. Paul manages to handcuff him and take him into custody. <laughs> Frank so, slows his fall from the roof by stepping on McGinty's head. Yes, yeah, he yeah. does. Brutal. Woo. <laughs> And that's Uh, the end of Colin McGinty. (laughs) After he's been impaled on that fence, um, when the after the Punisher bounces off his head and lands, he doesn't even look up at the car that's right there, like total horse blinder. Yes, no, it just just walks straight off camera. Uh, Well, I wrote down small as New York. (laughs) It seems very. That's what you know. Yeah. They're not so even fighting like, in Hell's Kitchen. They're fighting in one corner of one street, you know, off like, in the same alley. It seems. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 But the way he crossed, I'll just say the way he crossed in front of the car without looking, I totally wrote down like like Bigfoot. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> how Bigfoot interacts with. Them. <laughs> There's nothing to the right or left of me. Uh, um, let's see. Jigsaw and his guys arrive at the at Angela's house. They take her prisoner, demand to know where the money is, start tearing the house up. Um, the cops agree to have a uh, welfare check done at the widow's house, so they send in some uh, uniformed officers to take a look. Um, James kills them just immediately. They yeah. walk in and let him go behind. Like they are bad cops. Yeah. Well, and the guy clearly has cuts and 
a bandaged face. Like, yeah. yeah, he may have a potential for violence. Well, yeah, and they say, yeah, they, yeah, and he says, no, it's, <laughs> it's not, not. As a matter of fact. Well, and not to mention, at this point, there'd be an APB for a guy who escaped from a mental hospital and killed, you know, his mm-hmm. caretaker. Yeah. Well, and then somebody does mention it later, I believe, uh, one of the cops, but why wasn't she under protection? At least for a little while. Yeah. Just, just yeah. in case, you know, her... Yeah, they don't know the Punisher inside and out, so it's like, yeah, let's get some agents there because her husband was just gunned down. Well, and her husband is such, she was such an allegory or like such a comparison to Frank because yes, yeah, Jimmy kills the cop with a sword. Yeah, it's made the sword sound. He's got like a fucking katana hanging on his wall. Like <laughs> yeah. we got to start a tally for that. We're like. <laughs> <laughs> the sound that happens oh. when there's no logical reason. Oh no no no! This movie every time the jumpers jumped, it was like whoosh, 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 like Far every core. time. Yeah. with Cap their pants on backwards. Yeah. <laughs> they they jumped around. They jumped up. <laughs> they jumped up and they got down. Yep, tell them that last time. Um, all right, so uh, let's see. Uh, so Paul and Frank head over to the <laughs> the widow Angela's house. <laughs> That's what reminded me of Lethal Weapon. It's just like Joe Pesci in the backseat. Yeah. <laughs> Frank Castle, of course, was Pesci, but yeah. <laughs> Frank, oh my God, I'd love to see Joe Pesci play the Punisher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's done a lot of punishing in his career. Yes. Um, so they, uh, Paul goes in immediately gets captured, luckily not murdered like the other cops. <laughs> um, they didn't have a sword or something ridiculous to kill him with. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I love when James is looking for the money, which is a large amount. He flips over the coffee table. He's like, it's not under there. <laughs> then he throws the dishes. One right. One. He's just throwing them by. <laughs> so- They're not here. Like, James, I know you're crazy, but I do need you to look for the money. It's like you're not helping. What you're doing is not helpful. We got a time frame? This is this is just petty vandalism, James. Come on. <laughs> At this point, they're microaggressions, James. Yeah. Um, so, Ma- macroaggressions. Yeah. All right. Frank convinces Soap to free him. Frank goes in, kills off most of Billy's guy. He just punches through the skull of the kid. Like, right through his skull. Yeah. Um, the kid that has no idea where to do coke yeah he walks over sets down his weapon turns his back to the door and does yeah, some coke I understand the incessant need to do it <laughs> that's sort of built into the appeal but just to do it wherever you are just standing there is that why his face is so fragile that Frank can just punch it oh, in <laughs> well we all Lack know vitamin coke, coke does make your your forehead extremely thin. <laughs> or maybe Frank was on cocaine. That makes you so strong. <laughs> yeah. He had some Powerful. of the jumpers. Uh, Nothing Matt. can stop you. <laughs> I, I am a badass now. Uh, so, all right. And you should hear about some of my ideas. Yeah. <laughs> First right, of all, the earth is flat. Yeah. Uh, it's way flat. All right, so um, Paul and <laughs> Paul and Soap comes in. Paul <laughs> and him like manage to take Jigsaw and James into custody after Frank escapes with uh, Angela and Grace. Frank takes them back to his hideout. Um, 
and decides they're going to stay there until they get word that Jigsaw is safely put away in jail. Oh, I caught something that's probably unrelated, but if it's unrelated, it's funny. But there was a guitar case. Wasn't it in the Tom Jane um, uh, Punisher movie where there was an assassin that was a country? Like, yeah. Singer, yeah, like, that's a mariachi right. Type. What was his name? It was uh, oh. a... Yeah, fun name. Hank Heck? Yeah. 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 Hank Heck. So then I thought, like, it's got to be a reference to that, because if it's not a reference to that, that means when Frank's not viciously, angrily plotting revenge, he's strumming the guitar, doing some, like, Harry Chapin tunes. Yeah. <laughs> some John Denver. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. some John Denver. Sunshine on my shoulders. He's like, what? I got feelings. I'm a person. <laughs> like, I don't express myself through murder. It's just what I do for a living. I have two ears and a heart, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> it's like so um this is uh an Ed Sheeran tune. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two, three. <laughs> um all right, so uh back at the police station, uh the FBI dude head guy arrives. He cuts a deal with Jigsaw to take down the Russians and their biological weapon in exchange for Jigsaw getting immunity and an un as yet unrevealed to us perk. So they go, they bust the Russians, the Russians <laughs> vow revenge upon Jigsaw. And, and for the first time ever in reality or fiction, the cops kept their word. Why would they do that? I would just yeah. be like, ah, we were lying all along. Yeah. You're still going to jail. Like, dude, you're going to get great money. medical care in jail. So we just right. figure it's for the best. Well, you can go free. Your mental escape brother can go free. Right? You can have the money. Right. Just because you got us to some Russians. Like, no, that's not how that works. There's a lot of well, paperwork at least. And I don't oh, yeah, know if and the FBI is going to be pissed. Lie and to this you. all took place over yeah. one night. Yeah, yeah, the cops can legally lie to you Absolutely to get you to legally. cooperate. Yeah, that's where that first Miranda right comes in. Right? Yeah. <laughs> don't talk to us, we're going to lie. <laughs> yeah, that's the unsaid part of the first yeah. Miranda right. You have yeah. the right to remain silent because we're going to say some bullshit to you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you and your uh, co-conspirators, we're going to get you to rat on each other. Yeah. Uh, so they uh, actually made their deal with the FBI. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. But uh, the, they lied too. Yeah. The FBI also has the right it's to true. lie to you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's not just local. It's not the just Supreme local. Court, yeah. The Supreme Court decided for reals. All right. But anyway. anyway. All right. So um, let's see. Uh, yeah. They fulfill their deal with Jigsaw and give him the identity of microchip. That was the third part of their deal was like, oh, also, we want to be able to kidnap and murder this guy. Cool. He's like, yeah, he's a computer expert we've never seen on the computer, but he's got a lot of guns. So, you know, his name it is, makes sense. His name is Microchip and all he does is buy and sell weapons. Yeah, he didn't hack into anything. Yeah. yeah so that's it's got to be about his peeny. The show did such a great job of doing is showing that Micro was one step ahead of Frank yeah. uh, because of his ability. You know, and Frank ultimately needed him because he was Savvy. also being blackmailed by him. Yeah. Which is what a hacker would do in that situation. Like, oh, you're a murderer? Well, I'll just blackmail the shit out of you, dog. Right. Okay. I'll get to your sensitive info. Um, so, all right. Jigsaw and... Um, okay, wait. So, no, all right. All right. Then in his hideout, um, Carlos arrives. Frank puts him in charge of protecting Grace and Angela while he goes after Jigsaw. Jigsaw and James decide to recruit an army from the streets to kill Frank. 
<laughs> we see that they have captured microchip. So does anybody else pick up on Blazing Saddles energy there? Oh, God, Just like yeah. a line of bad guys. Yes. Oh, yeah. To be interviewed yes. and then chosen. And he's doing like a patent speech. Like <laughs> Some of them have yeah. deep briefcases and, and like carpet bag type. Yeah. <laughs> the patent speech in front of yeah. the like projector flag oh, um, to each ethnic uh, gang. Right. Yeah. So we had what we had the Japanese. Yeah. Like yeah. Triads. We yeah. had the Irish. <laughs> yeah, the IRA type. There you know. was like your kind yeah. of standard African American gangbanger oh, gang. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah like well, a white people just think black street like... gang kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. And then <laughs> the back streets back. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, yeah, was that like a wire reference? Because they were all wearing like FUBU bubble jackets and stuff. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's just what white people assumed black people looked like in right, 2008. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been great if like the last gang was a furries or LARPers yeah. or something. <laughs> or just like white collar criminals, you know? Yeah, white collar. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like in Mystery Men. What were they, the frat boys? Or yeah. Something? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Like we're the Brooks brothers. Um, <laughs> so death by Ascot. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, Frank discovers the scene at Micro's house and <laughs> microchips. Mother's half skull is still smoking. Yeah. And a lot of half skulls. There's still like half of her brain kind of yep. poking out from the half. Yeah. Right. Like, I don't know what they did, but they did a lot. Well, there were so many, we saw so many t- instances of a head half blown off or all the way blown off that it, you could almost say it was this director's signature. Like, yeah. Like, like yeah. she liked doing that because, yeah, we saw a lot of people with just like a half moon. That's why situation. I'm saying like very Verhoven y, like a Total yeah. Recall, ro- uh, Robocop, like era Verhoven with like right. like that kind of gruesomeness. Robocop. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. It's very brutal. Um, very. So, all right. Uh, like, was it Brian? Was it you that said somebody? That it was a horror movie, like yeah, oh it, yeah, this it, is yeah. totally a horror movie. A kid horror, movie. not even starting with Jigsaw's face every time you see his freaking horse eye. Oh yeah. god, yeah, like, oh. yeah. <laughs> Gary Oldman had that eye in uh, Hannibal. Yeah, yeah. To me, the fuck out when I. This is the closest to that that I've that I've felt where I'm just like, oh god, like I want to turn away. I understood why the henchman threw up immediately. Right. Well, he was he was just strung out on gack as well, just (laughs) just twisted teeth. Well, and he's truly grotesque. Like he is. He's gross. Horse flesh. Yeah, if I was the doc. I would have left that out. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't yeah. have mentioned I would not, it. I wouldn't it. have closed with horse flesh. <laughs> you are getting some scissors in the head. Bad news first or good news first? Yeah, uh, what's the good news? I didn't say there was any. Yeah, <laughs> equestrian donations are up. Who's <laughs> <laughs> the only viable donor? Yeah. <laughs> we tried to get the jockey, devil. but uh, he snuck away. <laughs> little devils. <laughs> they're they're little. They run. <laughs> they they hopped right onto another horse. They scurry. <laughs> we got this horse. What happens? <laughs> I assume that his plastic surgeon was also a veterinarian. The mob. So all right. So um, yeah. uh, Jigsaw and James arrive at Frank's hideout. <laughs> um, they uh. Shoot Carlos. They take the widow and the child. They don't shoot Carlos. They They, axe Carlos. Oh, that's right. He got an axe. Because he's axing him. 
And I will say, I'm going to ask you a question. Yeah, he used that joke twice. (laughs) Yeah, then he followed it up. I'm going to ask you another. (laughs) Yeah, I'd be like, all right, it worked once. Unless you can pull off a rule of three, which would be the little girl. He was practically like, get it, get it, ax you. (laughs) Okay, but Frank and Carlos, when Frank uh, finds him, there's a piece of dialogue that's that's worthy of any awesome war movie. Because he's like, I'll see you in hell. He's like, if I see you in hell, I'm kicking your ass out. Yeah. You know, know, like the last line to the kid in the squad. Yeah, 100%. There's no way you're going to hell, kid. That was very frank to to show the redemption of the guy that he had no faith in, whatever. That was kind of neat. I will say this. That guy got axed. Two questions. <laughs> yeah, it was the twice. same question twice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna ask you again. Yeah, that checks out. And then, okay, so Frank's first thing that he does when he walks up to this guy who is still alive with an axe in his chest <laughs> is to remove the axe. No, you don't do that. It's stopping the blood. You know, uh, we do not him? offer medical advice at Harmless Phosphorescence, but if you know right. of anyone who has. Who, who is stabbed at this point stabbed. in time? You are listening. Do not remove the knife or right. the Almost axe. Any stabbing. Yeah. Or the yeah. axe. Leave the axe in because if you it can may get be your car. slowing the blood loss. You know, yeah. do not remove an axe. Take yeah. them to a hospital and have them staunch the bleeding and remove the axe. Well, you know, have professionals right. do that kind of thing. Frank's just like, oh, yeah. shit. Oh, now there's I'm, an empty space. I guess your body's going to fill it with, <laughs> with blood. And he says to him, blood and like, bile. I've seen this kind of thing before. You'll be okay. You're fine. <laughs> this is not a punishing. This is a, and the a stern like, talking to you. It's like, what do you think I am, stupid? Look at this thing. Oh, my God. Right? And Yeah, and then Frank has to old yeller him. Yeah, yeah, he does. He covers his eyes and shoots <laughs> him. He's like, think about the party. <laughs> or the I, okay. I was surprised that he was shot in black, you know? Yeah, that they didn't we, show He covers it. his eyes, and then we get just darkness and hear a gunshot. Oh, yeah. Whereas, like, we watched him get axed in the chest. Who gives a shit? There was blood everywhere. No, Show no, us- but this is good guy on good guy <laughs> violence. <laughs> <laughs> This is man on man <laughs> violence. It was you a can't weird show that. soap is familiar. It was a weird artistic choice. <laughs> it was. It was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so um all right. So Frank goes, he meets Paul in a church, tells him that Jigsaw has Angela and Grace, convinces Paul to help him secure the trade of Angela and Grace for himself. This church has a neon crucifix. Yeah, this yeah. church is this banging. Is Vegas, like yeah. Nightclub, right, Vegas Chapel, yeah. Catholic Chapel thing. So they have statues that were crying well, blood or and, whatever too. And that the priest that came up to Frank was like vibing him hard. <laughs> he was like, "I didn't expect to see you back here, Frank." He's like, "Hey, man, you still owe me for that MDMA from last weekend? <laughs> What's happening?" Yeah, it is really those silent clubs. He's just listening with headphones on the whole time. <laughs> He's got sticks. He's like, "What's up, Frank? Not cool." He's like, you know what Jesus <laughs> wants? Jesus wants you to fucking get down. <laughs> that priest uh, made it sound like Frank used to be in seminary school. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. What's up with like the they, wife then? Like, <laughs> and the children. They grew up together in that too? Like they, like he knew uh, yeah, him from like, seminary school. 
Yeah, they've known each other for a <laughs> long time. Other seminary. Yeah, I was getting real Toby from the Office vibes. <laughs> like, yeah, and then I met a woman. Not seminary, <laughs> seminary. Seminary. <laughs> yeah, I like Toby. <laughs> like soap. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they all work together on that one film. Oh no. <laughs> Deep. Deep Ang- soap. Angels in the infield. Um. All right. So. <laughs> um, all right. So, Billy and James. They do their recruiting thing, um, and they take a presidence in their hotel. Soap and Paul tell the Russian mob where to find Jigsaw. Did the Russian mob not know who it was? Like, were they like, okay, so your son got turned into the FBI by some dude with a horse flesh face, but we don't know which one. It could be any dude with a horse flesh face. Right, exactly. Okay, and, and they convinced the Russian mob to go attack him after he has recruited all the other gangs in town. Yeah. They didn't do this beforehand. They weren't aware of him recruiting all the gangs because they probably thought, you know, oh, he's just holed up in this hotel by himself. The Russian mob is really bad at what they do, it seems, in it, this moment. It would appear well, so. Well, they had a personal, uh, yeah, vendetta. Uh, uh, yeah. Why they weren't more proactive. All of yeah, these. Yeah, you think they would attack him initially. Like, oh, crap. Well, we, we lost out. That's a lot of money for chem- chemical weapons. Well, do you notice. And you killed my son level. at your meeting. You notice every yeah. single one of these Evil mobs meeting. and gangs consist of 10 people who hang out in a room together at all times. At all times. Yeah. <laughs> Smoky room playing cards together, whatever. Right. Like Every single mob is just 10 dudes that are playing cards together and smoking. <laughs> yeah. And one of them's named Turtle. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, I mean, in reality, these guys, That's these guys would have, have a thousand pawns that they would then send. But instead, they show up to Jigsaw's yeah, hotel. Exactly. Themselves, yeah. What's on all the other floors of that building? <laughs> right. You couldn't round anybody up? Two guys? If I went to a bar now, I'd get two guys to come out. Well, they showed fight. that building. It's a good, like, like 20, 30 floors, and Frank went up the stairs. <laughs> so... <laughs> I don't trust elevators. <laughs> all right. So, um, Frank mounts up, heads to the hotel, then he, Paul, and Soap watch. They're just standing outside on the sidewalk and the, watching the Russians go inside to do this. <laughs> um, the Russians infiltrate the hotel and start a battle with the other gangs. The Punisher goes in. He fights his way through the hotel, upstairs to the penthouse, where he gets to have a one-on-one with James. Yeah. Well, and this, okay, I don't know. I think I think the Saw movies came out before this. Yeah. But the bad guy from Saw is named Jigsaw. And he says to Punisher, do you want to play a game? Oh. Uh, yeah. uh, huh. Which I'm pretty sure was them being like, wink, wink. Okay. Our Jigsaw came first, but here's a Jigsaw horror yeah. reference. Yeah, makes sense. Huh. Stupid. Yeah. Um, is that a pool <laughs> also? Was it a pool? I I thought it was like a fountain that the water had been drained out of, and then they put a fire pit in. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I thought the same thing. (laughs) That's not. I don't. I don't think you're allowed to do that in your hotel room. (laughs) I mean, on those top floors, you can get away with anything. That's true. But yeah, I mean, yeah, that's reasonable. That is what it looked like. It looked like a bathhouse pool. Like not not like a Turkish pool that you would path. swim in, like a a pool that like John Wick would kill people in or something, <laughs> yeah. or that you would pour water over for steam. Yeah, 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 kind of thing. Um, yeah. So all right, so Punisher fights James one on one. James runs away back to his brother where he's keeping the hostages. 
Uh, Jigsaw forces Frank to choose between Micro or Grace. So it's like James has the gun on Grace. Jigsaw has the gun on Micro. And he's like, choose which one dies. Like, that's not even... I mean, come on. That was I'm always really sorry, Newman. Yeah. yeah, it's Newman. Are you kidding me? I was always going to go that way. Just don't look at me. Yeah, it was cool. I will say it was cool the way that they handled it, where he's like, obviously, I'm going to shoot my my pal and not some kid. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and yeah. it was it was like whoa, because you're so used to in superhero movies, like them being just so unrealistically quick to pull it all off. And he he didn't save Micro, so it was like, oh, shit, he just got capped in the brain. Yeah. So, you know, that's real, you know. Yeah. He he still chose, even though... He's he he was intending to save them both. What was funny uh, was it did take well. it did take Frank a minute. So after like he shoots James, he uh-huh. shoots James, and then um then Jigsaw shoots Micro. Uh-huh. It took a little too long for Frank to run over in front of Grace. Bigfoot <laughs> <laughs> stride. Yeah, he was kind of like okay, big I'm gonna get stride. there. Yeah, so um, getting his steps in. So yeah, uh, yeah. Frank then just kicks uh, Jigsaw's ass, stabs him sideways through with that spike thing. He body slams him into the edge of that like pit so many times. So many. (laughs) He's broken all of his bones. There's a there's a lot of like wire work slamming people into the side of concrete things and tiles flying everywhere. Like a lot of that. Somebody got was it Carlos? Somebody got hit. In the face with like some concrete rubble. Oh yeah, yeah. LBJ threw that at his head. That was the yeah, first thing that he like, did to him. Was he threw a rock like, at his head? Yeah. He also <laughs> threw like shattered glass in his face. Yes, he did. Like you would sand. Oh. Oh, yes, yeah, you're right. He right. did. Yeah, like the sand. I yeah. Remember, yeah. <laughs> like the pocket sand. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. So all right, he uh, frees Angela and Grace, kills Jigsaw and. Throws Jigsaw in the middle of the fire and just lets him burn. Yep. Ooh, and his eyeball caught on fire very yes. early. <laughs> well, you know, horse eyes do that. They are <laughs> incredibly flammable. If you've ever his seen a horse catch on fire, that's, they go up just like that. When I'm camping, I always take a bag of horse eyeballs to use as kindling. <laughs> Your eyes could just burn. They make for a great them. snack, too, if you're, uh, you know. <laughs> the way they the way they pop when you bite into them. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So Frank Frank meets up with everybody outside. Uh-huh. Angela and Grace say goodbye to Frank, and they go their separate ways. Uh, Frank and Soap walk away, and Frank. Uh, Frank like disappears from soap. Soap gets mugged immediately, and Frank, in this dramatic scene where like Jesus disappears from the the <laughs> the neon cross behind him. Um. Uh, Frank uh, shoots the mugger, and we roll credits. Yep, and uh, that's the movie. Hmm. Um, yeah, I found it, I found it entertaining. Yeah. I I thought the script was pretty good. Um, a lot of it could have been a lot cheesier than it was. Oh yeah. (laughs) That's high praise for us, but yeah. It was not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Same. 
Um, uh, Ray Stevenson was a little too dry sometimes. I don't know. Yeah, I, I pref- very emotionless. Um, yeah, he was he was almost almost there. He could have had a little more anger or something like that. I, I unless was- he was weeping at his uh, the grave of his wife and children. Yeah, exactly. He was he was all right, but I really would. I think if Thomas Jane had come back for this one and it was the exact same movie, but with Thomas Jane, it would have been much much improved. Yeah. 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 I missed missed Tom Jane. Did you guys watch the uh, Dirty Laundry video that I sent? Um, Oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen that before. The the Thomas Jane, like the short Punisher film that he made. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, After this, I think, maybe 2012. Yeah, it was after this, wasn't it? But uh, um, it it was fun to see him as the Punisher again. I I watched it for the first time a couple days ago. Okay. Ray Stevens featuring the Streak album. <laughs> <Different>, wait, <laughs> was that a different Ray Stevens? That's I like Ray this. Stevens. Okay. But yeah. Uh, um. Yeah, this movie was it was gory, like it was just fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, not I, uh, not a good movie, but lots of fun. It it gave me uh, Toxic Avenger vibes at moments where it was too <laughs> gory. Where I'm just like, yeah. oh shit, man! Why did you have to kill Micro's grandma or Micro's mom like that? Yeah, right? or jumping on a dude's head to like Ooh. slow your yeah. roll. Or pointing a gun the- at a little girl. You know, there were yeah. these moments that yeah, like, there was a lot of that. Where it's like, why are we pointing a gun at the kid? Point a gun at the mom. You can. There were cough kill the levels. kid later. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Looney Bin Jim made me uncomfortable multiple times. The name or his basically behavior. every time he spoke. Oh yeah, yeah. He had uh, crazy eyes. Yeah, I did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I've got an unanswered question. Where was the money? That the the mole FBI mole mob guy had uh, the widow's. I husband? think that was the money that Punisher had in the bag to give to the Donatelli family. How did he get that money? I don't know. Well, the FBI that was part of condition they were going to yeah. give him the money. Right. All he said was the money. They kept saying the money. I'm so confused about the whole money thing. Like that was very unclear in this movie. Where where the money was, who it belonged to, yeah. where it was going. I, I thought this was all philanthropic. Yeah, it could have been not a plot point at all. Yeah, yeah, you know? they they yeah. kind of set themselves up when uh, when what's his face Jigsaw says like we have two things on the to do list: get my money <laughs> and kill Frank Castle. It's like you could just be like, dude, there's only one thing that we're focused on right now. It's killing Frank Castle. Yeah. We'll figure out paying for it later. Well, I mean, then we'll worry about chewing gum. Well, yeah, right. Well, it, it, <laughs> I mean, it, they I, they clearly wanted a reason for them to have to go after the widow. Yeah. But like, it just like revenge against her husband being an FBI mole, I think would have been enough. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. I don't or, know. Or just having them figure out that Frank felt guilty would have been enough like oh he this dude feels guilty about killing the fbi agent yeah let's kill her family too that'll make him feel like shit that'll really rile him up and get him out of his uh out of his hiding place his only weakness is the murder of other people (laughs) (laughs) oh a lot of us are not into that yeah Yeah. right uh um 
Yeah, so uh ranking ain't easy. Yeah, you guys ready to to rank the movie? I feel like I never um, I have no problem with the rankings, but I feel like every time I'm caught unawares. Ah, well, <laughs> here's, let's see. Um, let's go down to our big list here, the rankings. Um, where do we have the other Punishers? Where are they on this list? Oh my god, Punisher 04 and 89 are next to each other. Are they really? Yes. Well, we felt like they weren't all that different. You know, as far as comic book oh, Punisher went. 56 and 57, this is what we're talking out of 78. This will be our 79th, so um, they are in the back I mean, half. Well, like Al mentioned, this, is, this has more instances of canon you know, uh, material than those first two did, for sure. Yeah, but I mean, that's not necessarily... Well, they're bet. It's better than those two. It is a better. I guess I, guess I was just selling myself on, on my own idea. Yeah, but it's still better than the first two. I, hands down. I found I found it much more entertaining and a much more fun. Like it was just a more enjoyable experience watching it than either the other two. Yeah. Um. I think it's a better movie than Crow City of Angels. That was the one with yep. the with with the sex the sex uh. The, the, dun- oh, the booths. This, the, the sex office. Oh, the, the sex, sex office. office. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hi. Welcome to sex office. Um, How are you think? Toxic Avenger Part 2. I think it was probably better than that. I think it's better than that. Hell, I think it was better than Jumper. We got Jumper up at 49. <laughs> um, it's better than Hero at Large, then. Just de facto, it's better than Jumper. So. Was it better than Ghost Rider? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, Ghost Rider was crazy, but that was like 50% cage. Yeah, but I mean, like, I don't know. This was action-packed. I don't, it was a thrill ride that yeah, didn't stop. I could see putting it March in a... March of the Penguin. I could see putting... <laughs> I could see putting it above um, Superman or TMNT 2. Once we get to Spider-Man 3, then it starts to become questionable, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. Um, but even though I liked Van Helsing, I think it's better than Van Helsing. Yeah. Hmm. X-Men uh, Last Stand. But do I, <laughs> no, I, I like Spider-Man. Even though the Spider-Man 3 was the worst of the lot, I do enjoy seeing Spider-Man. Yeah. I, so I don't want to put it above that. I don't know. What are, Alan Bryan. You guys want to yep. weigh in? I don't know if I like this. Well, if this was better than Howard the Duck, <laughs> yeah, um, it might have been. I mean, that's, yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, that's that's kind of like that, that become that's a hard breaking point for me is Howard, where I'm like, oh, but Howard was not comic book necessarily, but was fun and awful. But this was awful and comic booky, but like more horror than. Yeah, I don't know. I'm really hung up on the like, whoa, the shock factor of this movie. This is very different. It was different gory. It was definitely what? gory. It's one of the better scripts that we've had to listen to in a while, which is funny to say, but yeah, a lot of the dialogue was natural. Yeah. Well, and and I, Jigsaw was a just romp <laughs> that character. Yeah. This had yeah. a lot of really great actor actors in in some of these I roles so. too. Yeah. yeah. What you thinking, Al? The highest I would put it is at 44 above Turtles 2. Okay. 
Okay, so under under Spidey. So okay, so that is kind of our range then from that down to uh from Daredevil <clears throat> up to Spidey. It's going to go somewhere in here. Um well, so Brian, Brian is definitely for putting it below Howard. Um <laughs> God, did, I can't believe we put Jumper up there. <laughs> Yeah. Every week, I'm like, wow, why do we put that there? Uh, uh, we're basically throwing darts at the wall. Yeah, we really are. Yeah, just grab a number around um, that area. Why yeah. Do we want to stick it right below Howard then? Just put it in at number 52? That's what she said? <laughs> um, yeah, stick it in. Brian and Al? Yeah. Eh? Okay. They stick it in. <laughs> Al, stick it in. Do you want me to? Do you want me to stick it in, Al? <laughs> do you uh, answer the you question, Al? That's that's fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's the same thing she said. Yeah, exactly. When I asked that question, <laughs> wasn't it no? Wasn't it yes? Like, <clears> that's fine. What, whatever. Just don't wake me up. <laughs> <laughs> This is all too familiar. All right, there we go. Punisher Warzone on the big list at number 52. That makes 79 movies we watch, which means next week we'll be watching number 80. And number 80 is The Spirit. O-M-G. Okay, all right. Yeah, this movie. um, Samuel L. Jackson, right? I believe, yeah, he's in that, yeah. There's a lot of good people in it, but yeah. Directed by uh, um, what's his face from uh, Franklin Xavier Miller. Yeah, right? that's right. Frank Miller's uh, one and only directing job. Um, yeah. Wow. You. Ah, uh, so um, that's uh, that's it for us this week, everybody. Thanks for uh, listening to and watching Harmless Phosphorescence. Um. This has been Krispy Kreme, motherfucker. Throw smiley. <laughs> oh, I'm Josh CC, and where the fuck is Nikki? I'm Brian Lesh, and I'd love to get my hands on God. I'm Alaric Weber, and now I've got brains splattered all over me. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks, guys.